the pizza party podcast and all the regulars are here every pony who are you people i'm pan pizza hey it's jim i'm izzy and yeah. I, I was waiting for you guys i'm blaming on george <laughs> feel free to, free to interject it whenever you want <laughs> but, but i'm the guest but who are you jorge i am a countdown youtuber on youtube <laughs> and i make uh horror mystery related uh, videos for anyone who's never seen your videos. What, 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 which video would you recommend them seeing first? Definitely my favorite, which is Top Forty Lost or Band episodes of kid shows. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, yeah, that was one of my favorite videos I've ever made. So uh, check that out if if you're down. Yeah, I made a top ten of Lost uh, cartoons and stuff, and I saw you made a top forty. And I'm like, fuck, has more views than me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Honestly, that was supposed to be like a. I remember that being like my first draft was like, all right, top fifteen. Then I found more and like, all right, top twenty, top thirty, top forty. There, hallmark, good. <laughs> it was all part of um Ray's grand design of uh blowing you out of the fucking water pan. Fuck you. I I understand he has double the subscribers I do, but you know, shut up. <laughs> everything. Not a fucking. It's not a fucking race. No, no. Now people are gonna message Pan, and be like, hey, can you tell Jorge I said hi. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Step your, uh, step your top 40s, please. Oh, man, because that's what happened with you guys. Like, uh, people message you saying, hey, how come Pan doesn't answer my questions? Yeah, I get that a lot. Like, I'm Can you tell Pan that I, I, I don't like what he said in that video, and here's the specific letter, and it's really long, and I'm like, I'm not going to remember this. Yeah. I'm on, a, I'm on a dating site. I'm on OkCupid, and someone found me. What and the their message fuck? Was, <laughs> okay. And their message was, tell Pan I said hi. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Fuck. That was me. That was today. Although I always had this idea, but I never wanted to go through with it since I'm afraid people will take it seriously. But I always wanted, you know, at the end of videos, like everyone always says, please remember to like and subscribe. I always had the idea just to have a part where I also say, please like and subscribe. Also, if anybody's interested, I have an okay Cupid. So <laughs> through there. <laughs> but Jorge, do you have any upcoming videos? Oh, I'm working on lost pieces of audio. Ah, like what? That's actually that's actually really really close to to, to finishing. I'm editing. Um, Jesus, let me try to think of one right now. What's I was the, just working on it. Count. What's the number count of how many you? Eleven. Okay. Eleven. So do twelve, Pan. Beat them. Fuck yeah. It was supposed to be twelve. What sort of uh, audio recordings would be on there? If you can say. If you want, uh, like one. I don't know. I have to open up Premiere. I don't want to. <laughs> you can't That's even remember lag. off the top of your head. No, I know there's a few, but I'm like, mm, what could I say? Oh well. Well, you talked about it in a different video, but one audio recording uh, you brought up that I'm interested in is a uh, apparently some young musician in the '90s uh, uh tried to pitch their Ren and Stimpy theme song to Nickelodeon and it got rejected. And yeah, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, fuck. I was going to build was, up to that, that was, you asshole. That was the reveal. That was the reveal. I was yes. about to say, oh, yeah, some shaggy-haired fella. Yeah, it was Kurt Cobain. Okay, cut that out then. Cut that out. No, it's ruined no, already. No, no, I think, I think the interruption's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Kurt Cobain of Nirvana tried to make a, a theme song for Ren and Stimpy before he made it big, but that's... Rumored. It is rumored. Oh, rumored. Well, that, 
that makes so, sense because there he was noted as a Ren and Stimpy fan, and there are several photos of him with uh, a Ren, uh, like I guess a plushie or stuffed animal or whatever. So like he was well known to be a, a big Ren and Stimpy fan. So mm-hmm. I kind of would, be, I would believe it more. I I mean I kind of. That sounds like a, a good story. I, I believe it more if they said he came later after the show had aired. Like, I don't know how he would have known where how, about the show beforehand. That's the only part that I'm confused hmm. about and skeptical, you know. Uh, yeah, that is kind of the sketchy part. But, uh, but, the- but he was a big he was a big TV and movie fan. He was actually thanked in the liner notes to the Pulp Fiction soundtrack uh-huh. because he was going to do music for that as well. So it's like. It's plausible. Crap. Didn't Billy West confirm it? Yeah, the voice actor. Yeah. Oh, well, he apparently quoted it, but it hasn't been, uh, like, proven. Hmm. So nobody, well, how so? Like, nobody knows that he actually said that? Pretty much. Oh, man. Okay, so next time. Well, you know, you know it's like, true if you find it on Facebook with his picture and, like, text near his name or, like, next to him. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> what, what happened if... A kid did that. It wasn't Kurt Cobain, but it was like the lead singer of Smash Mouth oh, in 1990. And he just thought it was Kurt Cobain because he looked like Kurt Cobain in 1990. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> the discourse. Oh, yeah. Just get a long sleeve shirt over a short sleeve shirt. You'll be fine. Yeah. Wait, wait. Well, someone once told me. <laughs> I was um, back to keep the going, but I was anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the lost audio thing. Um, I, one of the most famous ones that people keep telling me about. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. You guys probably do. Chris Farley's original audio recordings at oh, Shrek. Oh yeah, we knew yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, found anything about that? Well, they found like two minutes of it, like a storyboard. Yeah, yeah, like at a certain like uh, him with um donkey. donkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't it recently Mike Myers came out and said he was unaware that that was going on mm-hmm. until after, and he would have said no if he had known that. Yeah, because like, I, he- I hear contradicting stories. Like one says that Mike Myers took up the mantle, and other stories says Mike Myers didn't even know until way later. No, I wonder which one. Oh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I know is that the original was uploaded by our our best friend, our good buddy, Bedhead Bernie. Yeah. Which I kind of regret not uploading it myself, so I can uh, steal it on YouTube and I get the credit, you know. <laughs> anyway, you're you're such a nice guy, man. Teach me. I okay. <laughs> this reminds me, like uh, Jorge, in one of your videos, you talked about uh, the socks the cat video game. <laughs> oh God, you, that guy! Explain that guy the, just up savage. Explain what that guy did, since uh, you're the expert. <laughs> All right. Well. Some things have changed since that video came out, um, but I think the video, I think the game is still withheld. He has the game, he has the full game, and he just refuses uh, to give it to the public, which okay. is like something that's like really irritating. Like if something's lost and just like gone forever, or as far as we know, then yeah, it's it, the mystery's there and it's kind of cool. Uh, but he's like he's literally withholding it and, and just he's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what, what a savage guy. Explain to the audience what uh, socks the cat is. It's a game based on uh, former President Bill Clinton's pet cat, mm-hmm. kind of uh, saving the world and <laughs> against like what was it like spies and terrorists? Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's based it's based on his cat. It's it's totally silly. If you see the cover of it, it's it's totally ridiculous. I mean, Sox was the first cat. He was a big deal, you know. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a Super Nintendo game, and it was going to be released, but uh, so, somehow... Before got, the internet. Yeah, before the internet, it got canceled, but apparently these review publishers uh, got a, an early copy of it, and I guess somehow some jerk-off online got access to that those review copies years down the line and uploaded a shitty-ass, shaky-cam YouTube video of him playing the game and saying, yeah... On purpose. Yeah, on Like, pur- it's on purposely shitty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he just says, yeah, I'm not gonna release this game. It's mine now. See ya, fuckers. And that's basically yeah. what happened. I, I think, bet he shows um, him off on dates. Like, on the first date, brings him home, gets him in bed, boots up the Super Nintendo... I got socks the cat. Hey, you've seen this. Uh, this is a lost piece of media. Socks the cat, based off our greatest president, Bill Clinton. I bet he would get so much. Yeah, your panties are wet. So often, what you're about to see, nobody else has. You know the if you the fucked up thing is how the Clintons treated socks because after they left the White House, they gave socks to like a secretary Mm -hmm. and kept the dog instead, and then the dog died like a week later. So serve them right. So socks wins. Is what I'm <laughs> oh, saying. Socks. not the doggo. What? What was the dog's name? Uh, pants. I'm just kidding. That was terrible. <laughs> that, was terrible. that was awful. Pants, shoes. I think the dog lived like a year, but got hit by a car. Oh. And, uh, what? They said they're they're like it was a car with a strange driver. I think it was a cat. <laughs> For that, do you remember that SNL sketch where it was a kid, Toots is the the driving cat? <laughs> Speaking of lost media, I know some people, and apparently Dexter's Rude Removal, there does exist the uncensored version of Rude Removal, and it's on someone's VHS tape, and may or may not know who has it exactly. I bet it's Craig McCracken. No. It's either Craig, Gendy, or one of the crew members, one of the major crew members. But, I don't know, I think we could eventually somehow get... Maybe someone at Adult Swim, maybe? Well... People I may have may know and who know people who know other people. I think they have some power to get it somehow. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> anyway. Oh. But the next video is going to be a review on the Shrek Xbox game. Has anyone ever played this game? Also no. goes by Shrek Extra Large on the GameCube. Oh, uh, no. Okay, well, it, trust I, me. It, I saw many play it. I think it's such a weird. It feels like a bootleg of Shrek. It doesn't feel like an official Shrek product, but I'll get it. You'll see that next Tuesday. But you guys want to get into the news? All right. Sure, mate. Eh. News. This is CNN. Okay, here's some sad news to start off on. The voice act. Okay, for anyone who ever grew up with the Rugrats, uh, voice actor oh, yeah. Jack Riley. The voice of uh, Stu Pickles has died oh. at age 80. Mm. Looks like he really has lost control of his life. You know what? That <laughs> that was like the, the next thing I saw. Like first it was an announcement and then those jokes came up and I'm like, God damn it, people. <laughs> What's interesting is that I feel Stu is like the most popular adult on the Rugrats. Like you always see memes of him. Yeah. Well, he was the cool one. Yeah. He, he was, was the stay-at-home dad that made fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. It almost killed his kid. Like, what times. was what, what did Phil Mill's dad even do? I don't even he know. He was like a fucking wussy. A profe- and Professional yeah, was, feminist? Yeah. Was a, yeah, <laughs> professional feminist. Wait, can oh, you get paid to do that? Feminist. Oh, whoopty lottie fucking da. He's a bottom, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. What was, he, what called, was his, he, called, 
He calls his friend Anita Sarkeesian every night and talks about the fucking menemists. He's the guy who would go into like a women's history class and just say, why is it history? Why not her story? (laughs) (laughs) Gets uh, gets triggered by Game Boy. Oh no. (laughs) 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 But yeah, Stu, like, he was, I guess, the most prominent adult on the show like i mean what did dd do like what would the, the call dr Lipschitz? Yeah. was it oh yeah uh-uh. don't they meet dr Lipschitz and he's he's kind of a quack or something yeah he's an asshole like, well the original idea for Lipschitz essentially came when the the writers and the producers were like arguing with how angry well how mean um angelica should be so basically, this is their way of therapy by making a character that tries to bridge a gap between the parents so they stop arguing. Oh. I don't know. Stu had a lot of memorable episodes, like that one weird episode where he fell off the house and he started thinking that he was a baby. And he could, he could oh, God, flashbacks. He could communicate with the with the babies mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah, because I think we're playing on uh, baby geniuses rules where babies are uh, like have own language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it? Because they're that, geniuses. Didn't that episode get sad because they're like, no, I need my dad. I don't need a babe, another baby. <laughs> I think so, thing. Yeah. I remember that. Pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of dark. It was one of the two. It was either like, it was probably closer to like he needing his dad, but also losing his friend. Um, Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm remembering it. It's like slowly coming back to me. That does sound really sad. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I think that's what happened. I think uh, falling off a roof and thinking he was a baby. I think uh, that, that that's the same thing that happened to Melanie Martinez. <laughs> Anyone know who that yeah, is? Because everybody's gonna fucking get that joke. It's, it's, <laughs> it's mainstream popular music. You should know this, even though if you don't I, want to, you know. No, the only reason I know about it is because we had a call last night and you were telling me about it. Look, Melanie Martinez is a music artist that seems like she'd be from like a dystopian future. That where she's oh, like, she's the girl with the two tone hair, right? She, yeah, she's the one with the diaper thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, she had like uh, the, the, the crybaby yeah. music video. All her uh, well, all her songs are about are about babies, like her dressing up as babies and making baby noises and using like alphabet blocks and tequila and sippy cups or whatever. That, that's her entire aesthetic. Really, she's a little. This is a real thing. This this is not some like made up music artist. No, no, uh, it's 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 a thing. Uh, it's called littles. It's uh, it's people that, particularly girls, that like to pretend that they are toddlers or younger age. This is a, a type of fetish. It is a type of fetish. Yes. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a fetish. I remember seeing yeah, that on yeah. on on all on of all things Facebook. Just a girl oh. who likes to be treated like a baby. This is a double I'm standard. Go to without knowing this, this is a fucking double hey, rat standard. boy. Rat boy. My ass. <laughs> I mean, with everyone else, I mean, if they have a diaper fetish, they get ridiculed. But Melanie Martinez, everyone freaking loves her. This is bullshit. She becomes famous. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Miley also. <coughs> she had like, a music video called Baby Talk or something, and it had like kind of exactly the same aesthetic as what she's going for. Oh, man. <laughs> Every, every it's spreading. Everyone's gonna do this. It's it's the mommy's boys, but but real life. <laughs> I would just like to say, for the record, I did not bring that up. Uh. Izzy did. <laughs> Rip and peace stew pickles. Let's see more news. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life is gonna have a one-hour special. Nickelodeon is producing another TV special for Rocco, and apparently the theme is 
Rocco will come back to O-Town after being in space for 20 years. It will focus on people's reliance on modern technology. So Rocco's going to have like an iPhone or something. You lost me at space. Yeah, yeah like, wouldn't he be all fucked up and antisocial because he won't have to talk to people? Like it'll be well, it's 2016. Like, Couldn't they have like made it more, <laughs> more, more of a direct reference of being like him going into a, a a deep freezer and accidentally like getting locked in, and they find him years later? Like that that would feel like a better metaphor for be, the show being shelved. This isn't Futurama. <laughs> I was thinking Captain America. Oh yeah, it could too. be like. He went to that weird Inception planet, and, like, he was only there for, like, 20 minutes, but it was really, like, 20 years. It's not Inception, <laughs> it's, it's super, super... Oh, cool. Interstellar. 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 <laughs> Interstellar. Whatever. They both start with an I and Yeah, Nolan. Christopher Nolan's no. long-ass pretentious names. Yeah, it's like, I can't remember them. You knew what I was talking about, yeah. right? Let's, pr- so. let's predict all the big, long words Christopher Nolan will name his films after... Metamorphosis. Photosynthesis. Paraplegic, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he's doing that war movie. What's it, Dunkirk? Dunkirk. But, I, but I think it turns out that really they're, t- they're stuck in a time loop and their whole lives are war and they have to fight their way out of it. That sounds it's something because... like he'd do that I can't tell if you're that's a joke or not. No. It, <laughs> well, it right like now I think Shyamalan it's a joke. Twist. But... You know, and it won't be as cool as like Edge of Tomorrow. It'll be super lame. I mean, I mean, if you saw the teaser t- trailer to Dunkirk, uh, looks like they, the the main characters fucking died in the first <laughs> teaser trailer. Oh, with that <laughs> that opening thing with the guys and the the soldiers. Oh, no. that's the that's the movie. I, they should have just had a trailer that says Chris Nolan has all the power and could make a movie like this. <laughs> Chris Nolan can do whatever the fuck he wants. He made the third highest grossing movie ever. Is Rated it still? PG-13. I don't know. Is Dark Knight... Dark Knight's in the top ten, I think. No, no, no. Yeah, Dark Knight's at top ten, but it's fallen. Um, I think the top is like some Avengers, Avatar, Titanic. Oh. Uh, I, think, I think it's like like uh, Avengers, Avatar, Star Wars, actually. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Star Wars is up there, definitely. Yeah, Force Awakens is... See, now I'm going to have to... I got to go on the Muju. Muju. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's it's third. Uh, and they're all $2 billion movies. It's God Force damn, Awakens, Disney. Titanic, Avatar, and Jurassic World is fourth. And wow. then the first Avengers is fifth. Oh, I didn't know Jurassic World made that much money. Oh, fuck. Furious... That's six. crazy, because that was Fur- recent. Yeah. Furious 7 is the sixth highest grossing movie of all time. Look, if you ever want um, your movie to make a ton of money, just kill one of the actors. It's true. Wait, what? Yeah, if you want your Paul movie... Walker died. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, oh, like Dark Knight, thought... uh, Heath Ledger died. I thought because we were doing yeah. Lost Media... Titanic, like everyone died. <laughs> this was this was like a weird Illuminati thing you had found Yeah, out. and Rose is like, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go, and then she fucking lets go like the bitch she is. No, <laughs> going. Asshole. No, he he asked Asshole. her to let go. He was like, but, "Let go." Okay, my favorite thing about Titanic mm-hmm. is the fact that like that that like piece of door that they're on clearly could fit another person. <laughs> hey. Isn't that like so hot? Well, I, I think people have tested that, and like the weight. I don't know. Oh, like, I didn't. Like, I didn't get. I didn't read too much into it, but yeah, it's been highly debated. Like <laughs> room-wise, like, probably, but like the weight of two of them, they maybe? couldn't. They couldn't both fit on that thing. Jack sacrificed himself because he had to, and plus I, he knew. I still he, want a scene. I want a deleted scene where they tried to get him on there. It didn't work, and then he decided to let go. <laughs> no, he tried to get on. 
they tried to get on a little bit and it didn't work. And Mythbusters proved you can't both be on that that piece of debris. It wouldn't Thank work. Thank you. So so right. it makes sense. Yeah. I take I take Rose's side on this. <laughs> on this <laughs> She deserved to live. Yeah. Also, you know, Jack it's Jack was just gonna that relationship wasn't gonna work out. It's better he died. Oh, you know? it probably like, wouldn't have honestly. Like people are like, oh, they're so romantic, and literally Jack is just spewing fucking poetry and drawing her naked and shit. Like that's not yeah. gonna be term investment. Fuck. That's 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 a vacation relationship. The, yeah. the best thing. The see that relationship was good while she was on Titanic, but when she, the whole ship thing was over and she was back in America and she realized she had syphilis, it was not gonna be as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate love? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a romantic. Okay, Jim. I'm just, I'm just saying he probably had syphilis. I mean, oh. it's just like, <laughs> it's just the times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like one out of ten chance. I'm, I just think. yeah, because their relationship was one out of ten. <laughs> but it, that entire I, boat was fucked then. But it's supposed to be magical because you know their relationship only existed in that time. So it's like Jimi Hendrix. It didn't last long enough to really start to suck. So you're like, wow, what a genius. But if Jimi Hendrix had lived in like the 80s it happened, you wouldn't like that shit. Uh, oh, no? stop doing, stop ruining everything. <laughs> Sorry. Jim, you're fucking, you're fucking like killing our harsh and our mellow here. Come on, yeah. man. Sorry. He's the, I mean, uh, he's the realist here. I mean, Jimi Hendrix would have been great if he'd lived, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. Next bit of news. Regular show is ending. The the next season. Whoa, regular show. I'm getting in, old. Regular show in space will be the final season. Wait, wait is wait, that for wait, real? What? Yeah, the next season's called Regular Show in Space. What about space? I what? Uh, hey, so uh, is this uh, a joke a, theme it, thing you're doing this they, episode? They're seriously in space. Okay, if you okay, so what happened in the recent episodes of Regular Show? I haven't been keeping up exactly, but. There's a dome that was built over the park, like the Simpsons movie, a dome. And on the last episode of the last season, uh, the the dome went into fucking space. And now the next season is going to be called Regular Show in Space. Like the Josie and the Pussycats and Jason? Yeah. Like Like every cartoon in the 80s? Like every cartoon that ran out of ideas, so they put it in either space or the future. Yeah. That was exciting. Hey, so uh, is Adventure Time ending too? Not, not that we're we're, we're aware of, but motherfucker, I'm pretty sure it's gonna. It's not too far off from ending, also. But yeah, regular show was there since like 2010. Like that was one of the cartoons that, like, I don't know, Adventure Time and regular show. I feel are like the starting point for a new generation of Cartoon Network. It's yeah, funny because I think I think of that for like Chowder and Flapjack, mm-hmm. but like that's like way back then. That's like well, that was like, like the, the, was, like revival. That was like the forefathers for what happened yeah, after. That was like, yeah, because because the crew who worked on Flapjack like bred a, bred a lot of cartoons. Yeah, like, yeah, like anyone who the creators of Adventure Time, Regular Show, uh, Gravity Falls, all started from yeah. Flapjack. But I don't know, Flapjack lasted two seasons and it ended after uh, CN Real when Cartoon Network tried to do the live action. Thing. Oh yeah, they had like that ghost bus, uh, that ghost hunting show, and that roller coaster one yeah, <laughs> with the trivia like, on it. <laughs> there were like just kids' version knockoffs of like adult shows. Wasn't there like one survival one too? Um, survive this. Survive this. Was that it? Was, was that it? 
Yeah. yeah, the only the only CN Real show I ever liked was Unnatural History. That was a good show, yeah. in my opinion. Also, I hear a lot of I, I hear a lot of people actually liked uh, Tower Prep. That was because it was by Paul Dini. Oh yeah, the the guy who worked on a lot of the Batman animated series and stuff. Yeah. I like the roller coaster one. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys remember that, but some guy would go on like this like ride with somebody. And it's like surprise, you're on a, you're on a freaking guest show. You have to answer these questions <laughs> while you're riding the ride. Yeah, so it's like a that taxi cab, uh, cash cab, but cash on a roller cab. coaster. Oh, oh I was hey, wanted to get. Sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I wanted to get in the cash cab. I never got the cash cab. I've watched a lot of cash. <laughs> I'm always like, sometimes I've just gotten in cabs. And I'm like cash cab, and they're like, what? And I go, never mind. Oh. I just <laughs> didn't cash cab end after uh, they accidentally ran someone over. No, I think it just ended because. You, that show you could just run it forever it doesn't you can run those reruns you don't need to make new ones so but they don't air it that much anymore do they i don't think they do no. i don't remember but i loved that show when I, when all i watched was discovery that show man versus wild and it takes a thief for like the shows that i watched oh, a man. lot it takes a thief that that's a show that'll <laughs> that'll keep you up at night yeah. <laughs> God damn. Okay. What was it? It's a thief out. Okay. So what happens in It Takes a Thief? Um. Basically, they get like a former criminal. It's a fantastic idea, yeah. by the way. It's a great idea. Completely legal. Just letting you guys know. It's oh, okay. Great. <laughs> okay. They they just go to like some some housewife or whatever, and they just ask her like, "So, do you think your house is safe from thieves?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's pretty safe." And they and they just say, "Oh yeah, well, we have this former thief, and we're gonna have him try to break into your house." And this former thief. No, 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 no. no. Oh, what? No, no. What happened was like, 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 do you think your house is safe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, little do you know, we broke into it like three days ago. <laughs> oh shit! But now <laughs> the thief's been living in your closet the whole time. Whoa. Oh man, it's a blasty blast. Like they break into some guy's house and and then like. I think like a few days, I can't remember, like a few days later, like, oh, we broke into your house. Now we're going to hook you up with some sweet equipment. And then they try to re-break it, in, but it doesn't work. Fantastic show. It was great. It's like that, you heard that urban, I don't know if it's an urban legend or I saw it on a YouTube thing where um, this guy would break into people's houses and grab a phone and take a picture of himself in the house and then save, make sure it was saved on the phone and leave just so they they knew he broke into their house. Oh, my yeah. God. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. That was on Rob Dyke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got me into that. Oh, my God. Um, that disrespect. I mean, but apparently that's, that's all he would that's all he would do. I was like, that's the creepiest thing you could do. What are you? If I was that guy, I would do something like a little trollish, like take all the toilet paper or something. <laughs> I mean, it's 4 p.m. in my house, but I need to like open no, the window no, and turn no, no, the no. light. Like something, something that's like very like irritating, but like in a small way, like take all the batteries or switch them or, or something. <laughs> oh, dick. Going off your toilet, I, toilet paper idea, take every roll, wipe your ass with it, and then put it back and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication. You're that's gross. Yeah. Man. It's worth it, though. I mean, that is a little gross. I, I, I like, no, leave the showers running. Then take a selfie in front of them with a smug-ass, like, look on your face. Or, like, leave the showers running. Or if it's if it's someone who has VHS tapes, uh, r- r- rewind them all the way to the middle, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Just, that one's just overkill, Jim. What the hell? Slightly what? move everything to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please make this a movie. Replace all their Coke with Pepsi. Oh, okay, that's okay. Same. No, and then they go, no. I don't taste a difference. Oh, what happened? Why? What's up with all the batteries? But I always had this horrible idea of like the wet bandits from uh, Home Alone. Like instead of uh, leaving the sink on as their markings, like 
what I would have done was like, I don't know, take a dump in the toy chest or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what, what would you even, what could you even say right there? You know, it's like someone just did this to a toy chest. <laughs> You're fine. I think they'd be like, they'd be like really freaked out if there was like anywhere else. Like, well, shit, depending now, on now how disgusting the kid is, they'd be like, okay, Johnny. Is this your what? Oh, hello. Cut out, Johnny. Hello? Is he? Sorry, what? Johnny. I think is he cut out? No, I, I ended it there. I was oh. hoping for like someone to respond. Well, like, that was a pun. Oh. I, I was setting I was, up stuff. I was waiting for the best pun of my life. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Okay, yeah. but it takes a thief. It's, it's such a yeah. It's a show that'll make you paranoid. <laughs> yeah, there, I, I remember like really specifically. There was like one tense scene where he's breaking into the house, like in the beginning of the show, and the homeowners come back. Oh, so he has to like hide behind the curtain or something. Like, and it actually got pretty tense. <laughs> Wait, so the homeowners didn't even know? I'm I'm sure they knew, but like in advance, like oh, from here to like four months from now, we might break in. You're gonna be on a show and get some money though. Okay, so. this show is fucked up now. It, it's great. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> real. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, real quick. So you said that like he he broke in and the people start showing up. Now was one episode. Footage, one episode in particular. Wait, 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 right. But was the footage done well? As if there was a camera crew. <laughs> oh no, like, it's all security. What? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. I really <laughs> would believe like like it, it, it's just like people's disbelief is supposed to just assume that it, <laughs> somehow they're getting footage perfectly clear in HD. <laughs> No, 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 like, it was all uh, security. That'd be amazing, though, if that fooled little me. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm animating for anime right now, and they had us do a uh, Catch a Predator Pokemon Go parody thing. Uh-oh. And um, and I, so I had to watch How to Catch a Predator, because I've never actually seen the show, uh, to, to get the references and such, to, to do it justice. And, like... Um, I, I I didn't I wasn't thinking about it, but you know everything's all you know clear and such. You know the the camera angles and such, and then, but that show does a good job at like occasionally when the the guy the predator is supposed to leave the house to go get arrested, um, <laughs> they have you see the camera crew like a, there's another camera person behind those people, and you get the, <laughs> it, it, so like it's this awkward thing where these people are like you know yeah I was I was gonna touch the ki- I mean I wasn't gonna do anything I don't know but but there's like fucking cameras and microphones shoved in their face too. I was liked on that show. They'd always say, "I just came to tell her, you know, not to do that." Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Like you're wearing a down to fuck shirt? I don't think that's what. You're doing. <laughs> oh man! To, to clarify here, how to catch a predator is where they they set up a sting house, and they 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 get like cyber sex some kids, and then they invite them over, and then these perverts come, and then instead of a little kid being gotcha. there, it's it's Chris Hansen. Just saying. Why don't you take a seat right there? <laughs> yeah. What if what if they set this whole thing up and they go, actually, Chris, I came because I want to see you. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> that's, that's the boondocks. <laughs> that happened in the boondocks. Oh, did they do that on boondocks? Sort of, except it w- was way, way more explicit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, someone really wants to have sex with Chris Hansen. Maybe that's oh, what... yeah, that's exactly what happened on the boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You want to explain to me what you're doing here? I came looking for booty. You came looking for sex with an underage boy? Oh, no, I I ain't come looking for no little boys. I came looking for man's butt. A man's butt? Excuse me? Oh, I know who you are, Chris Hansen. But see, I I call you Chris Hansen. 
there's a meme on a dating site where uh, someone screen capped it and it's like clearly an underage girl and the, the message him like hey I'm young I'm ready to suck dick and then like the guy responds with oh Chris Hansen I've always wanted to meet you but not like this <laughs> I heard they don't do the show anymore because it's become becoming harder and harder to catch pedophiles like this or something well there's because there, I watched it on YouTube and there was one that was like uh, the special where all the people actually was aware of the show uh-huh. But I still tried it anyways. What the fuck? <laughs> so, so, Wait, what? So, yeah, so, yeah, there was like there was there was like one black guy goes in, it was like uh as soon as like the girl walks turns the a corner and then Chris Hansen walks up and goes, Oh, I knew about this. I was just testing, I was just testing. Oh. I, I was... <laughs> Chris Hansen, can I oh man, can I get a photo, please? Oh my god. Oh yes, I knew this would happen. Yes. So it got like, like too aware. Like people were starting to catch on essentially. They just want to well, meet no, Chris no, Hansen. No, like, like, well, that oh. guy legitimately was trying to do something, but that was his cover-up. Was like, I, I, I was just, I was just seeing if it works. Sorry, right, I'm trying to walk <sighs> out. <laughs> uh, and then, like other ones are like, so, um, I, I, hey, I'm Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC, and like, oh yeah, I'm fully aware. So, so you know who I am. You know why you're here. Yeah, and you still, <laughs> and you still, still went through it. Um, <laughs> what if, uh, what if instead it's like, hi, I'm Rick Harrison, and this is my pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> What I want to see happen is like some like someone who wants to meet Chris Hansen really badly, so they try to like lure Chris Hansen, but they go to the house and they realize, oh wait, it's an actual twelve-year-old. Damn it! Ah, oh, <laughs> Chris Hansen. What the fuck? This is this is a really dark joke. <laughs> yeah, this this is this is a, a weird improv game. Hey man, are we gonna fuck or what? No, I thought this play, was a. We could play Halo stick? Two also. And fuck after. I thought this was a sting operation. We can listen to Sting if you want to. <laughs> what? I don't know what Sting is. What the fuck's that? I'll be your desert rose. The fuck is that a reference to? Holy shit. That's a, that's I, a song. From the I'm so mad. I could have used the fuck your old joke here, but instead I used it back then. Damn it. <laughs> you can only use it once. Yeah, yeah well... Nolan and I signed a contract. He can only do it once an episode. So everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like my own, my favorite Family Guy joke. That's Spider Man. It's like so <laughs> random, but I was like, I like that. He's like, everybody gets one. Off that subject, but regular show is ending. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Wait, what we're talking uh, about. <laughs> Sorry to uh, derail it into pedophiles, but yeah, regular shows ending. That show lasted for eight seasons. Yeah, yeah. That like, like it, it's sad news to hear a show that's not Adventure Time, you know, going off the air, you know. But like at the same time, you also have to appreciate that it lasted a long time. Yeah, it ran yeah. its course well. Each season had thirty to forty episodes, so like it's got a good chunk of like it. It has a lot to go back and revisit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder what Ch- what the crew are gonna do next. What JG Quintel is gonna do. Hmm. I just hope it ends on a good note. Like I don't know how each season went, but I don't want it to like go downhill and then get canceled. Yeah. Do you think it? Do you think it got canceled or it's going off the air because Mark Hamill is no longer interested? Oh no, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Since you know, like he's not a major character. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like maybe they're gonna start with more, hopefully newer shows. Yeah, they're, they're like, kind of like Adventure Time and Regular Show are kind of like airing very few times per, per the day, and all these newer shows are taking over. And I wish they'd have like something a little more 
interesting when Teen Titans well, Go and this fall aren't they aren't they releasing a bunch of new pilots or new series like Mighty Magiswords oh, yeah. and um, the Ben Ten reboot. Uh, I ben, ben, ben oh, yeah, heard about that. Yeah. Isn't OKKO OK also getting a series? Eventually, I'm sure eventually, but not right now. Okay. No, nothing's announced, but Mighty Magistort is the newest show, which uh, at Comic-Con, they gave out these uh, giant foam swords of this one of the Mighty Magistorts, the one that has like a pumpkin on it. And um, I put that in my luggage over the plane, and apparently uh, TSA didn't like that very much, and I got, like, some notice <laughs> in my uh, luggage saying that they had to check my luggage just for this one sword. I don't know. It might be a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Oh, shit. Up. We're dealing with the Hobgoblin. Thanks a lot, Mighty Magisword. The TSA walks up to you. Sorry we had to check out this bomb because the sword was the bomb. Hey! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you want to try and get TV Kyle on here? Oh, oh yeah, I asked him at Comic-Con. It's like, uh, he just said, oh, I don't know, like around fall, maybe I can do it, you know? Something like that. <laughs> oh. he, he's, yeah. he's a dorky dude. I love him. Oh, yeah. He was wearing, like, this gold uh, vest. Like, we, he always wore these, wears these inflatable vests that look like, uh, what? Mark. The Marty McFly vest. Yeah, but he was wearing like a shiny gold one. It's like, what is that? Like level ninety nine? Oh my god! How did he get that? <laughs> the best. The, the best. Uh, are, are you familiar with uh, Joe Goes? What's that? The badge of shame guy. Uh, it's a guy who like awkwardly interviews people at conventions. Like <laughs> went to a Power Ranger, went to a Power Ranger convention, but asked nothing but Ninja Turtle stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, TV Kyle, the the showrunner for that show, is in that. Like it predates the show, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's just like one of those things where he's like, he's talking about the first Power Ranger or something. To uh, like you know, just answering questions and stuff, and that video is really fun. I'll have to give it to you to put in the description. Okay, we thought Ninja Turtles commercial, <laughs> Ninja Turtles questions. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think they did a crossover for uh, they did a crossover, which is pretty insane. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you guys saw that. Oh, Power Rangers in Space with the yeah. Next Mutation. It's like who cares about those versions? Like Power Rangers in Space and Next Mutation. That's like. Why? Hey, hey! Power Rangers in Space was the series that saved the sh- or that, that okay. like that team saved the show. Okay, well, that's yeah. actually um. Oh, you you might be right. I was I was thinking um. What's what's the time one? Oh, Time Force. Time Force. Of course, of course. Time so why did that come to my mind? Yeah. Time Force. Yeah. No, no, because uh, Turbo almost got the show canceled. Oh man. Because like because once you get baked into a pizza monster, there's really no like going back. Mm-hmm. And a little show uh, with the dead parents. <laughs> yeah, because like the the greatest heroes come from having no parents. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Why is why do cartoon characters never have parents? Oh, uh, does. I I kind of just assumed it was like for sympathy or something. Usually, Either sympathy just... or don't, they don't want to design the extra characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, it. Oh. I think it's uh, just a storytelling thing to make them like sound more desperate. And like, I don't know, like make their backstory sadder, and it almost sounds like something out. Of, is that in the Joseph Campbell's hero myth thing? I don't know, but wait, wait, wait. Let's step a step back here. Are you talking about like normal Western cartoons where it's comedies? Or are you talking about like the hero story, like more anime esque? Or just in general, like a lot of cartoon characters just don't have parents. Because I would argue that if it's a Western, more comedy-based, if the character has parents who is able to stop them from doing their mistakes for them, like teaches them stuff where they make the mistake to learn it, then it's a storytelling device of 
if you have a parent who's able to go, oh yeah, don't touch fire, it hurts you. <laughs> well, it's much it's much more engaging to see a kid touch fire and, and then like learn that way. <laughs> touch the stove. Ah! Rest in peace, stew pickles. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, now Tommy can go on some real adventures. Oh, <laughs> oh. adventures of dealing with his mom's uh, depression. Damn. Uh-huh. I think I don't know. I think Tommy Sorry. would end up being like some sort of urban explorer, you know, looking through uh, any sort of like abandoned buildings and stuff and finding like a cracked in. That was you'd... like the entire show. They were just like in their imagination with exploring stuff. That's what you'd think, but he'd end up being a kid who, uh, being a guy who's always trying to remember his childhood because that's when anything good happened. So he was a Wall Street banker, and then he established one of those weird like preschool for adults things, what? and like totally. Do you know about those? Oh, like no. they have, yes, Wait, I do. Like, I do. <laughs> they're in like I've I've heard about them in Williamsburg and stuff, and they're like preschools for adults, and like you do preschool things and have juice boxes, but you're an adult. I was like, that's the creepiest, stupidest thing I've ever heard. But I think that's what Tommy would do. He'd be like super nostalgic, like most of the millennials, and you know, constantly posting on his Facebook feed, like like, hey, remember Animorphs? That was the best, right? Like, fuck this Ghostbusters remake and stuff like that. Jim, I, Jim, I don't think you're being very progressive and not being open to this preschool idea. How dare you? Oh, do you like that idea? Or? I'm sure Melanie Martinez would like that no. idea. <laughs> back, back at it again with that Melanie Martinez bullshit. I don't, I don't hate I, her, but, you know, it's just weird. You know, Who is? I've never heard of this person. She's a pop singer. Like, if you go to a Hot Topic, you'll see her shirts everywhere. Oh, okay. I think she's really popular in Britain. Oh, yeah. She started out on The Voice and then became her own thing and stuff. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, I forget what we were talking about. Something about Power Rangers. <laughs> Next mutation. Yeah. Uh, good show. Yeah. Oh, so, it's funny like show. Friend, okay, so my friend Jake got, likes to get shit Christmas gifts to people. <laughs> like, like, like the purpose is whoever gives the worst gift is the one that won. And um, he decided to give me Next Mutation Volume 1 and 2 on DVD. Partially because it, there was a complete set, so now I can claim I have the complete set of <laughs> Next Mutation. Uh, but it also comes with the Power Ranger episodes, yeah. the crossover. The worst part about that DVD set is it's not a season box set, it's a volume box set, so fuck that. Yeah, and it doesn't have the original theme song. What? It has like a new one. Oh, I guess yeah. they couldn't get the license to use the original song, maybe, whatever the original was. It has the same visuals, but like the the song's different. It's kind of better. <laughs> I, guess like, I guess anything would be an improvement from that show. But like, uh, you guys are familiar with Venus de Milo, right? Yeah, the fe- the one yeah. female turtle who has Jedi powers for some reason. What? Like she's OP. <laughs> yeah, she like, force chokes the Joker or the Joker. Sorry, Shredder. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this crossover almost got better. Oh um, man. Yeah, she can shoot, like, uh, energy balls and pick up stuff. Like, she's the OP turtle. Oh, man, this is such bullshit. <laughs> but, uh... She needs to get nerfed. Oh, man. And we never saw that's her like, again, but... You know what I'm surprised? like, beyond mutants. You know what I'm surprised is that we never got any other, like, colored turtles. You know, like, where's the green b- bandana turtle with, like, a gun or... You know, like, where are all the turtle OCs, you know, named after other Renaissance painters? Like, it seems like something that could easily be expanded on. I mean, I, they I know... They could have, like, an Andy Warhol turtle, and he'd be all, like, 
You'd be like smoking cigarettes and being like, yeah, man, I don't even know. Or like some uh, some rival turtles that are like black and white or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, they could get, I don't know, there's so many like artists and stuff. They could just pick other, like have a box turtle be, um, oh, be Cubism. What's a big Cubist artist? And you could go from there, you know. Picasso? Yeah. I do recall Is Picasso like. Picasso Cubist? Um, no, no, it wasn't, but like I always liked the idea of the one named Picasso. Like, yeah. Because I, I, the only other turtle we got Spike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Slash. After, oh, so he was named after Slash from Guns N' Roses. Right, right, right. Right? Uh, no, do you think really. they, they made like an evil set of turtles and be named after rappers now? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> what are you trying to say about rappers? Yeah, I don't know. I just really want an evil Ninja Turtle named Dr. Dre. They could, they could name if they're going to be evil. They should be the reverse of artists, so they could be famous investment bankers. <laughs> What's the opposite of artists? Investment bankers. Yeah. He just said it. Oh, that's that's, the, that's like that's the thing that kills all art. Formis. Infor- yeah. Oh no! It would be. It would be. Be named after the, the the members of Lincoln Park. Oh, because <laughs> they're the greatest conformists of all. They just don't want you to know it. Oh, I don't know the names of the people in Lincoln Park though. No one does. But I think uh, I do recall like Eastman and Laird uh, had a demand that they asked never to have any other turtles included in the main group, essentially. So no, mm-hmm. and that's. That's why Toka and Razor happened, because they demanded that they not put Bebop and Rocksteady in Turtles 2. So yeah. they they make demands like that mm-hmm. uh, quite frequently. I don't know if they still can, though. Can they? Um, I don't know. Uh, no, because they don't they, they don't retain any rights, because they sold them all to Nickelodeon Viacom. Like, oh, as so that, that. that explains why they could finally put Bebop and Rocksteady in a movie with Krang, because hey. those guys. Yeah. Okay. It also means that uh, the 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 samurai rabbit uh, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jimbo. He'll he'll never be in the new series because for him to be in the new series, Viacom wants to own the complete rights to the character, and he's never he, like he's been in every version of Ninja Turtles, but he's a guest character. Like he's not actually part of like it's a crossover every time he's in. Oh, but they okay. don't. They've had like they have. They've had Fugitoid, right? And that's an Eastman and Laird creation. Oh, no, but the, the difference is that uh, Jimbo is not a East... That's not a Ninja Turtle thing. That is a separate, like, Oh, comic Eastman series. Laird didn't do that. Okay, you're yeah, right, yeah. you're right. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just, I, legal jargon. Yeah. Rights. But, uh, I guess, last bit of news. Did anyone see Sausage Party? Yes. Yeah. I heard it was great. I I thought it was good. Not not incredible. You know. I, th- I thought it was like a. <laughs> kind of felt like a a trailer, like a Pixar parody trailer, stretched out. Because I kind of feel that like was I, a thing. That was the joke. I know. I, yeah. I kind of felt like I got the whole joke just from watching the trailer itself. You know. It's like. I mean, I like the the idea of it, and I like how they came up with the uh, the idea that in Toy Story, all our toys like want to. Uh, like really like us and in this one our food like thinks we're awful and evil <laughs> and i like that that 
twist on it and it worked like Seth Rogen's not usually good at satire and he was pretty good and because he wrote it um he, he it was a better written script than he usually does but I didn't love it but uh Nolan can I tell them what you texted me when you knew I was seeing it yeah go ahead oh so Nolan texted me like text me is he, he he was like what are you doing today I was like oh I'm seeing sausage party it was like text me as soon as the movie's over to let me know if the food orgy made it in <laughs> It did. <laughs> I was like, like right when the credits went up, I was like, the food orgies in, Nolan. And I was like, yes. It fucking happened. <laughs> it was like, when I was watching, I was like, what the fuck? Food orgy? Did not expect the food orgy. <laughs> well, the script leaked, uh, <coughs> like, during the Sony hack, so everyone read it and found out about that, so we were just like, is it really gonna happen? It did. Yes. I mean, it was, I'm kind of It'd be crazy if it didn't. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Because then that means that they're aware. Like, I, I mean, paid I, to see this. Where is it? What the fuck? I don't think it's an amazing movie, but I'm kind of just happy that an R-rated animated film is making money. That I'm kind of just like, I think I would be more upset with it if there were 20 R-rated animated movies a year or something like that. Yeah. And maybe if if this paves the way for that success, I won't probably like it as much. And I'm just kind of happy. I'm more happy that, like, when I saw it, normal people were in the theater laughing and talking about how amazing it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a pretty big step forward because when I see most R-rated animated films in theaters, it's like me and uh, four other jerks, and that's like it. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm happy about that. But as a movie, it's kind of, I don't know. It's probably because of the marketing helped it a lot. I remember seeing yeah. the trailer thinking it was kind of like a happy-go-lucky, oh, look, you know, it's probably DreamWorks or something. And then... You know, when the shit drops, I'm like, oh, this is going to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, like that, that was brilliant. It was, you know, but it does use the way it uses stereotypes. I'm like half like, well, maybe I should just relax and half like, I don't know how I feel about Selma Hayek playing a taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised how I felt the movie was somewhat tame, you know? Like, I feel like yeah. I see a lot more yeah, disturbing stuff on Adult Swim. That's true. And they do overuse fuck like a a 12-year-old is trying to prove himself to be edgy. Like Like a Kate Smith film? Yeah, they overdid it with the fucks and that. I was just like, calm down, guys. Like, this is a bit... But that's like an R-rated animated thing uh, where you have... If, like, Helen Back did the same thing where, like, they just overdid it with the profanity and you're like, I mean, I never have a problem with profanity except in movies like that where I'm like, like, guys, like, stop it. forced... Yeah, it just feels like they're really trying to prove how edgy they are. I'm like, you're already in an R-rated animated movie. You don't need to say fuck all the time. Yeah. They kind of did that with Deadpool. Oh, no, I think Deadpool was fine. Yeah, Deadpool did. I I mean, maybe a little, but not as much as Sausage Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Sausage Party. Yeah, but I thought it was good. Not amazing, but good, you know. Although I'm kind of disappointed by the uh, ending because it's, it, it it makes you think that they're going to lead up to something, but it just cuts to credits, but I guess it's just going to be sequel bait. Yeah, I think they said they want to do a sequel. So. Mm-hmm. Because everything's a series now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they make movies without the idea of there potentially going to be three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But people are... I, get, I got a few messages saying, well, how come you're... If you want to support R-rated animated movies, why are you watching this and not Amelisa? And it's like... For, nobody fucking knows what that movie is. Second, that that only plays in limited release theaters. Yeah, on that, like Wednesday afternoons. Like no one's gonna see I, that. You asshole. I mean, I I don't think they get 
saying something like that, they don't really understand. Like Anomalisa wasn't marketed the same. It isn't like this was an opportunity. Anomalisa is certainly a better movie, but you have to like actually think of the how what that release is like. And there are many people I've talked to who couldn't see Anomalisa. Yeah. It just wasn't. They're not going to drive two hours to see Anomalisa. I'm not. I like Anomalisa <laughs> a lot. I'm not going to drive two hours to see that fucking thing. I would just wait. So like when they have sausage parties playing it, the three theaters they have. And then they're going to see it. That's that is more of a victory to me that it could open in a wide release like Helen back barely opened. And that was the last one I can think. And that sucked, too. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But with a I don't know, with Sausage Party success, like uh, hoping the goon movie uh, actually materializes. Oh, that because that'll actually be good. Yeah. The director of Deadpool, like he said, after Deadpool's R-rated success, uh, he got the chance to uh, work on the Goon animated CGI film again, and nobody wanted to touch that since that was also an R-rated animated film, so hoping that's going to finally happen now. Yeah. But uh, there also is some other news of Sausage Party, because uh, behind the scenes, apparently half the animation staff weren't even credited, because apparently a lot of people were overworked or threatened with uh, being blacklisted from the industry. Yeah. I heard about that too. They didn't do overtime and stuff. And well, that, well, if you, sorry, I'll let you. Oh, go on. Time. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that when I saw it, and I went, "How much did this thing cost?" Like, I kept thinking that it was like, "It's crazy they put this much money in an animated R-rated animated film." And then when I got home, it said twenty million. And I know, like, Whoa, for real, well, we, it didn't all, look, we all it didn't look that expensive. I mean, there was a very well, it didn't look. It looked more than twenty million. It looked yeah, like yeah, twenty million is pretty pretty low. I would I yeah. would have said sixty, but I mean, look, most productions lie about how much they cost. That's a that's fairly regular, hmm. but twenty million seemed excessively low, and I was like, man, I guess it just worked out. I don't know. And then when I heard the animator thing, I go, that kind of makes sense. But um, a lot of people have said it doesn't add up to as much as you think it does, but they definitely like screwed over a lot of people, but that's sadly too common on animated films. They should have found a better way to reward people. Cause that's what Disney usually does. Gives you like time off or pays you overtime later or something like that, you know? So I just send you a gift basket full of merchandise. Yeah. Or, well, when I did, uh, yeah. <laughs> here's well, a free pass to Disneyland. Thank when you for I, your hard work. I reviewed Pete's dragon. I learned cause Don Bluth, and the original, sorry, the original Pete's Dragon, Don Bluth mm-hmm. animated uh, Elliot the Dragon with like three other people. And they worked so much overtime and they made a deal that every hour of overtime they would get an hour of vacation. And at the end of the, of the production, they had six weeks of vacation. And because of that six weeks of vacation, um, uh, Don Bluth had enough time to make his first short film and then realized he didn't want to work at Disney anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, it can work out for the animators in a, in a way if you have a better company, but it doesn't sound like these newer companies are coming up with incentives like Disney, I guess. Have. Or I'm sure someone who listens to this and works for Disney is like, they don't do that shit anymore. Oh. He's a fucking John Bluth. Fuck that guy. There was, a, there was a Pixar artist that came to talk to my school, and uh, she mentioned that, like, lunch is kind of depressing because uh, the, the Pixar and Disney are getting so big that, like, um, it, it's really easy for you to go into work and then just see a bunch of people you've never seen before. And, that like, that's who you're around now. Like, it, it's hard to, like, maintain friendships sometimes. Damn. That's, that's depressing. Yeah, that yeah, like, 
<laughs> well, it was one of those things. It's like, man, like the more I hear about studios, the less it sounds appealing to be, you know, like be part of them. I think it's only appealing if you're there early and it mm-hmm. works out for you. Because then it's like, like if you're like Pete Doctor, it sounds like it works out really well because he can develop what he wants and, you know, have a studio believe in your vision. But if you're like anyone else, you're like, uh, I have to do in-betweens on Pete, on, uh, mm-hmm. The Good Dinosaur, was that it? Yeah. I don't think they do in-betweens anymore. Well, um. I just, I just, <laughs> sorry, you're right. No, I, I just would come up with something. It was probably like, I have to get Lasseter coffee again. Fuck that guy. I fucking hate Lasseter. Because <laughs> I think the, the CG-wise, how it's set up is that you have the first animator who blocks out the animation. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, all the key poses. And then uh, it's in a form called stepped animation. And that's where the poses just like jump between the different pieces different keyframes um then they have um spline and that's where it's the computer generation okay fine (laughs) okay i don't know (laughs) i was i was getting into that i was like i don't know i kind of felt like he's kind of dying I don't know. I was like, "What do you think? <laughs> Does she keep going?" Oh no, it's good. And, no, and while you're play, while you're playing, while that um in the podcast post, like edit in Moonlight Sonata slowly fading in as he's talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but yeah, slash party. Fuck, fuck them for mistreating animators, but I hope it's successful. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because you're like, I want an R-rated animated movie to be successful, but I also don't like that those animators got fucked over. So yeah. it kind of ruin it kind of ruins the success that they had shitty business practices. One shall stand and one shall fall. But hey, also Kubo was in theaters. Did anyone else see Kubo? It was fucking amazing. I saw Kubo. I want to. Yeah, uh, not. It's not doing as well as I thought it well, would. Well, Leica movies never really do that well, but the, isn't Leica owned by just some guy who owns like a, I forget, maybe Nike or some shoe company? And I think it, I think it's owned by his, well, his son runs it, but I think they use Nike money to buy it. Yeah, is, isn't just like one big passion studio just like, <laughs> hey, we know it's not going to do a lot, do very well, but here's a bunch of money. Go ahead. Fuck you guys. Do whatever. I don't I mean, care. I, I was surprised because I thought Kubo was going to be a big movie this weekend, but it was like fourth. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, it's opening weekend? Yeah, which yeah. is not great. Um, but maybe it can like make. Because the one thing animated kids movies do do well over time because most of the people who are going to them are. Uh, if I've said this before, you can stop me. But. Uh, the most people who go to them are parents or grandparents who take the. who are buying the tickets and they don't care as much about opening weekend so they could feasibly make their money back but uh i kind of hope that works out but it didn't open great but it was a really good adventure movie i haven't seen a good adventure movie like this in a while yeah it was fucking amazing the visuals were amazing it was directed by the guys the the ceo of leica it's his first the guy who's the son of the guy who owns nike Mm -hmm. i mean i think it would be this is my like uh favorite animated movie I saw in theaters since uh, Book of Life. Oh, really? Which, they both sort of have a similar themes going on. But yeah, it was a great film. I was, mean that on my uh, to-do list. Mm-hmm. It was 
like just like the design of it was just so eye-catching it was just like especially there's a part where they go underwater and i won't spoil it but that was just like i was like holy shit this is like really amazing looking and i i also you know you should give i don't think their design character designs look too similar from movie to movie and i think that's pretty cool yeah like it's just i i really just the technical side of it was worth seeing enough for me oh yeah yeah but but i don't know i think obviously my favorite characters are those two witches you see in the trailer which i'm sure like tons of people are going to dress up as those from now on or is that just what you're hoping or well i'm sure it's going to happen i mean they look distinct enough so yeah 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 so yeah kubo the two strings was fucking great but yeah you guys want to just get into the questions or just talk about lost media we can talk about um, lost we can talk about lost media a little bit because i did want to bring up the christine chubbuck thing oh yeah let's talk about some depressing news thanks nolan all right news nolan all right all right well explain what this um, is there's a piece of lost media called the Christine Chubbuck's on-air suicide tape. In 1974, oh. yeah, in 1974, um, this news anchor called Christine Chubbuck, who was dealing with depression and suicidal ideations, um, eventually went on air once and said, in keeping with Channel 40's policy of bringing yep. you the latest in blood and guts and in living color, you are going to see another first, an attempted suicide. Um, that was in 1974, and that aired. And, and what'd she do? People, and she basically pulled out a gun and shot herself on there. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And people have not been able to find it until now. Um, somebody who was a widow of somebody who worked for the station had a copy, and she got a lot of calls about it. And so she decided, she, and she reportedly passed it on to a quote-unquote very large law firm. Mm-hmm. So now this law firm has the tape. Yeah. So, so if, anybody, if anybody wants to find out this law firm and go steal it, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Well, there's two There's two movies, right, at Sundance. Wasn't it, There's a live-action one and a documentary. Do I have that right? Or, there were two movies at Sundance about her recently, the recent Sundance. Pretty- yeah, it, there have been two. I don't know what they're called, though. Yeah, Wait, so as they- of now, it's still lost? I beg your pardon? Uh, as of now, it's still lost. Like it's it, it's it's kind of like it's found, but it hasn't been shared. So it's kind of like in a sort of in between, I guess. This is a story I'd heard about in the '90s, and like that they would never release the tapes. But then it had when Sundance happened, there were a lot of stories about it. Just because you know, suddenly there are these two big movies with yeah. about her. Um, but I knew about I didn't know about the law firm, but I knew a widow had it. But I'm wondering, like, what the law firm? Why give it to a law firm? That seems a little odd. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's. What are they going to do with it exactly? I guess they're just going to leave it in a a vault somewhere to rot forever. Or, or, or possibly like the pressure of like having like footage of someone's death, and everyone wants you to release it. Or yeah, that's a, that's kind of a little heavy. Or they're like, hey, let's let's have our YouTube channel blow the fuck up and upload this shit right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> I, I, I hope I hope they it, 
It's like the worst YouTuber. They can find, like, they hire someone to intro and go, yo, this is the, the craziest shit that no one's ever seen. How's it going, bro? This is me, Peter Pie. And today we're going to look at the Chubbuck suicide film. <laughs> Watch this. Sh- this this bitch is going to blow her brains out, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. Watch this. What? Whoa. Okay, damn. <laughs> this video is sponsored by Loot Crate. And then, <laughs> and then at the end they go, uh, we just want to say our thoughts and prayers are with the family. But wasn't that shit crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Why is the so dark? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Sorry. <laughs> this is a very dark podcast. <laughs> My specialty. Everything's oh, ruined. Well. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what we're saying is it's all Jorge's fault. He's right over there. He cursed us. <laughs> Username on, with bringing up things at inappropriate times. Blame it on Jorge. I came here for lost media and now I'm satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because I was watching your videos and I was thinking about how um, I used to be into lost media when you'd have to like mail a blank tape to someone and they'd mail it back to you and it was so hard to get anywhere in that's, terms of lost media that sounds creepy oh you do, oh yeah in like the 90s that's what you'd have you'd have to mail them and like a check or money order a blank vhs and they'd mail you the blank vhs back and it would have like the movie you wanted on it and like things like <sighs> the, the, the clerk's sitcom pilot um <laughs> which i think you can find on i saw it recently um but like Stuff like that that you'd be like, oh, I guess I'll never see it. Now, like, so many people have access to YouTube and, you know, any sort of video service that that things can't don't have to stay uh, lost as often. It's kind of interesting how the Internet's yeah. changed, that, you know. And that's why the wiki's so interesting, because you'd think that, that nothing's, nothing's lost or anything's, like, easily found. But there's, like, an entire wiki to things that we just can't find. No, you. I, I'm often surprised what the internet doesn't have, and then what it does have. It's like kind of odd because you'd think at this point, oh, everything's online, but often a lot of things aren't. Mm-hmm. But it is. It has changed a lot because of the internet. But I mean, look at what you guys did with a day with SpongeBob. You've like, Jesus, reignited. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even. It wasn't lost. It wasn't even made, and now it's actually happening. Yeah. So are, are they going to kickstart a, the actual thing? Well, from what I know, the script was find was was found. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the lost media search team. I, I I know them. They they found the script and they told me about it. Oh, you have connections. Um, what the fuck? Hey, I, <laughs> I yeah. literally sent you the script too, you idiot. Oh right, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, it was like I read like parts of it and I was like, man, this. What was the kid's name? Um. Well, I don't think we should say because. Oh, whatever. we'll call him Tobias. Tobias, was, like. Uh, like it was, Tobias. I don't know. I read it. It was like, well, man, I read it and like t- it seemed like Tobias was like really gay for SpongeBob, like not in a friendship <laughs> way, but really gay. It's it was uncomfortable to uh, read. I, I I don't know. That movie got insanely popular. Like it was like the biggest piece of lost media. Uh, it was so so huge. Mm-hmm. I got like emails and messages daily about people who like claim to have it, or, or like there was like some Amazon listing for the movie. Apparently, that was like a hundred bucks, and, and <laughs> no one was buying into it, and it was true and fake. But yeah, they they found Lorenzo, the guy behind it. Um, Regal Films has like nothing to do with it. They found the script and something with the Kickstarter. Yeah, uh, I'll They're link uh, the video again 
of explain, video. Yeah, I'll explain. Link, it's, explain it's our good friend Bedhead Bernie. Yeah, who link, keeps coming back. Link below. I mean, it's kind of interesting that a small DVD only company that just made these weird documentaries decided to make like kind of a different like was a mockumentary about SpongeBob. That's kind of an interesting. I don't know. To me, that's kind of interesting that like one of those. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they just were like, "Hey, let's do something creatively different." Like you're like you wouldn't think those companies would even that would cross their minds, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's 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 interesting that they at least thought to do that. That's kind of mm-hmm. I don't know, but it didn't actually I know, happen. I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, last, do you guys know about the Sesame Street episode, the one with the Wicked Witch of the West, oh, uh, yeah. like frying a bunch? Oh, was that yeah. found? Oh, no, no, it wasn't found, but it was like a petition for the re-release. Apparently, Wait, like what? it exists somewhere. What's the deal with that? I don't know the deal. Um, so there was a Sesame Street episode featuring uh, Margaret Hamilton, the lady that played the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. She was on the episode, and like um, Oscar like falls or or ah fuck the one in the trash can uh, falls yeah, in love with Oscar. her. Yeah, it falls in love with her, and and you know she's like playing with the puppets and all that. But um, it like scared like a, a shit ton of children. Like it, it like it frightened everyone that saw that, and parents were sending in like really angry letters and all that. Uh, so the really? episode was kind of yeah, like the episode just kind of like stored away and and it was kind of forgotten about for a while, but uh, pretty recently, like I think like a week ago, there's now like a petition for the re-release of um, episode eight forty seven. That's that's what it's known as. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I wonder were... who, like, could HBO release that or would Sesame Street release that? Uh, hmm. I, don't I guess Sesame Street. I guess because they probably have the episode in a vault. I mean, they should. I don't know. I know that when she died, there was a famous. He, uh, some newscaster was like, "Was like, man, that lady scared me, or like that witch scared me for years." And they thought she said "bitch" or something. <laughs> <laughs> but there was also the other Sesame Street episodes that were lost, like the one with uh, that Snuffy's parents get a divorce. Yeah, the elephant thing. Yeah, yeah. But because apparently the uh, kids were just so terrified from the screening of it, they were just like, "Is this gonna happen to my parents? Oh no!" Yeah, it was supposed to teach children about like divorce, and then they're like, "Oh no, my parents are not gonna love me." Oh. <laughs> yeah. So someone in Sesame honestly, Street has honestly, this. honestly, to me, that sounds like they just handled the topic very poorly. Like to make there. to make their kids think that like some I mean surely they must have these episodes somewhere in a vault please that, I think Mr Rogers also made an episode about divorce and it was like you you mentioned uh, one, I, I might be wrong you mentioned one about like Mr Rogers in wartime explain that one what the fuck oh uh, I know I did but I can't recall it I know I know which one we're talking about it's so obscure right now um, okay well what, I saw the video recently but essentially apparently Mr uh the the land of make-believe was that what it's called the, the yes. little puppets apparently they were going to war and then it ended on like i don't know mr rogers telling the audience like war is bad but you kids are the future and can change that don't yeah it was an entire five episode like arc oh my <laughs> god war. damn i did mr rogers is my favorite anime oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of make-believe at war arc oh no but uh, recently, there was this one animated thing on Nickelodeon that got released. Uh, the Electric Piper, was it? Yep. Yeah, apparently, I think it was by the creator of Chuck Zone, and it was the fairy tale, the Piper. I don't know, that one fairy tale. Sly. Is... Oh, wait, go on, sorry. I, I, for... I don't know this fairy tale at all. You, you explain it. I got no idea. About the Electric Piper? Yeah, I think so. 
That's it. Yeah, yeah, it was about a, a guitarist named Sly, and and it's it's a little like cliche story. It's to learn about like like something about um. He's like drawing like the kid. He's like using his music to like he's using his music to draw kids away from the city, but then it's like bring the back or something, something like that. It's it's really really obscure. But since it's like Nickelodeon, it's like a huge deal. And and they found the movie pretty recently. The first link I saw was from uh, Google Drive, and now it's on YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube. So the yeah. the Piper story that Pam was talking about is about this guy who had a pipe, uh, a piper that was able to play music to drive rats out of a place. I think it was rats. That's what it was. Yeah. And, and then people weren't going to pay him the gold that he deserved for, you know, exterminating the rats. <laughs> so he used the piper to call Kit like he took all the children or something. Yeah, that was it. What the fuck? But yeah, like people were saying, man, they found this thing. They found this old lost media thing. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't care. Fuck this. <laughs> I didn't even look, like I, I watched like two seconds of it. It's like, what is this? Who cares? Next. Yeah, again, it's like it's totally obscure. Like, I don't even know if it was like that huge. The Gravity Falls pilot that was huge. Oh yeah, that got released also because like, okay, mm-hmm. so apparently what happened was uh, Alex Hirsch or someone on the Gravity Falls crew had this giant uh, Phil Cipher statue and they put it out in the middle of the forest somewhere in the world, and someone found it. And with finding it, um, they decided, hey, time to release the pilot to Gravity Falls. So it's like the same as the first wait, wait, episode. Wait. Oh what? Um, you guys didn't. You guys didn't hear about the cipher hunt. Like you, you heard about it, but you do. You, you know the full details of it. Though. No, not exactly. Mm. Essentially, Alice Hirsch put a, a giant, uh, or I, I don't know if it's giant or not, but it was a Bill Cipher statue in Oregon, um, where the like you know that fake or the 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 tourist trap that inspired the the mystery shack near there, and he put a bunch of clues. And a bunch of fans were going around finding the clues. He kept hitting at him on Twitter and such. He even showed up. Like, there's part where they're putting together the puzzle and, like, he just shows up randomly and they periscoped it. <laughs> um, and if you finish the puzzle, uh, the digital version, he was going to release a deleted scene. If they did a the physical version of it, it was going to uh, release the pilot and people found the statue. So he made a website and asked no one to take this because I don't think illegally he was allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I get the impression that uh, it was supposed to be like it wasn't allowed to be on YouTube. Of course, he had a note saying, "Hey, don't put it on YouTube." What was the first thing people did? Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> put it on YouTube. Fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, but also, like, uh, I remember a long time ago, he explained that the reason why the pilot was never uploaded anywhere fully was because um there was mu- licensed music in there like from the gorillas and stuff that mm-hmm. <laughs> that they didn't have clearance for so it remained lost until now so it's basically the first episode of the real series but done in flash animated and grinkle stan looks like a keebler elf yeah most pilots like look different from like the final <laughs> or at least yeah like they just like oh another thing um the billy and mandy pilot that was also found it oh, was yeah. a while while ago but it's another pilot that that's like really, really different from how the show is like known for now. My favorite thing was there's so many people so excited to see the Gravity Falls pilot and then finding out that it's not as good as the actual episode that aired and people are actually disappointed in what? the pilot. You go with the f- It's a pilot. It was clearly <laughs> right. the same exact episode, just looks stupider. Even people got yeah, what but- you wanted. There was people legitly upset. They're like, "Oh, I was hyped for this. Well, like, what, you, what were, were they, they expecting? expecting? Fuck them! <laughs> you got what you paid for." Ah, summer break. A time for leisure, recreation, and taking a ring. Unless you're me. 
My name is Dipper. The girl about to puke is my sister Mabel. You're probably wondering what we're doing in a golf cart being chased by a tidal wave of horror. Well, I I'll tell you. Yeah, but uh, one okay. This isn't really lost media, but it's a canceled video game, and it's there. Um, I'll link to it below. But there was they were gonna make this uh, Dexter's Laboratory video game for PlayStation Two and GameCube, but it was like a a mech fighting game with all the giant robots and monsters included. And there's some screenshots available, but I'm really mad they never released it because it looked really awesome. I mean, I'm sure as a licensed game, it'll be pretty mediocre, but just the concept of it that sounded cool. Yeah, I play the shit out of that. Oh, is this it? Yeah, this is it. It looks. I'll link to it below, but it it looked pretty cool. I mean, it ha I see in the screenshots it has one of the uh, robots from the Japanese episode, you know, uh, Last but Not Beast, the best series finale, until they made a uh, season three and four, and <laughs> the monkey like has a freaking mech suit. Yeah, this is the best anime ever. I mean, it was Mr. Rogers is offended. There was a lot of weird anime influence can, can, in Dexter. Can, can, can't Dexter be Mr. Rogers' neighbor on the list of top animes? What the fuck? I'm uh, I'm waiting for that Drake and Josh Lost Pilot because oh. I love that show. Oh yeah, the way the way you explained it, saying how like uh, it's basically the same except uh, Josh's dad the dad's is different. different. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. And, and they're like they're like in a different house too. It looks like it. Yeah, it sounds like some, it sounds kind of creepy for some reason. Just like an alternate dimension, Drake and Josh. Well, that's just what people say about my voice. You make everything sound creepy. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I'm just know. trying to speak clearly. But uh, any other lost pieces of media you guys want to mention? Uh, just that uh, Sesame Street episode is probably my favorite piece. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys see like I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the photo associated with it. Uh, but it's, it's all black and white, kind of creepy. Yeah. And yeah, uh, something. Creepy. I think that was like the first. I discovered the wiki, like, I forgot what I googled, but you know how Google has, like, those little suggestions at the bottom? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Lost Media, or the Sesame Street episode was there. Clicked on it, and then it led me to the Lost Media wiki. So that was, like, the first piece that I ever discovered, and still mind-blowing. It's one of my favorites, honestly. So that petition, huge right now. Oh, yeah. Isn't there, like, a now people are trying to find this other thing, the uh, Clock King shorts or something? Clock? Midnight Man? What was it called? Yeah, something oh, like that. It's... The oh, what's that search team? What are, what are they looking for right now? They're looking for Uncle Walt. Is that what we're talking about? I, I don't know. Some hmm, Midnight. some Disney short made by some student in like the 60s. No, I recall it was like a Nickelodeon TV pilot or short, something about Midnight Man. I don't know. Crap, what was it called? Midnight Man's actually a pretty freaky ritual. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The Midnight Man is creepy. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Nickelodeon, Clockman, what was it? Yeah. I have it. Right, I have it. Hold on. Pinwheel, Clockman. Pin, yeah, it's the Clock Pinwheel Man. Clockman short. That the was the. Um, it burnt. Bernie made a summary. Mm -hmm. Um, don't. I don't know if he wants me to link it, but oh. it's basically a lost piece of media, and it was on the show Pinwheel, which is the original Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or it was wow. a show that aired on Nickelodeon from 1977 to 1990. Well, no, uh, Nickelodeon was called Pinwheel, but they also aired it. It's confusing. Yeah, there was a show called Pinwheel on the channel Pinwheel. Nickelodeon has very confusing lore. And that, But then they became Nickelodeon, but still aired Pinwheel. So, well, I don't know. That cleared it up a little. 
<laughs> meta yeah. as fuck. I mean, if you want to look up, like, bumpers for a pinwheel, like, good luck. Like, I was trying to find, like, old Nickelodeon bumpers, and it was just like, there's nothing. Where are they? That's also lost media. Like, I gotta <laughs> think, like, I think with Viacom being so strict about stuff, like, I th- I'm pretty sure a lot of, like, classic bumpers and stuff were lost forever because of the Viacom purge back in 2008 or so. What do you mean? You know, like, Viacom just took down everything related, associated with their shows. Like, even if it was, like, a parody skit that had no footage, that that got taken down. And I wonder if, like, a bunch of bumpers or stuff just got taken down, too. Hmm. Or, like, the Jeepers Media. That reminded me of, like, crazy. That reminded me of a um, a few Lost Media bumpers. Um, Do you guys remember when the kids next door, like, there were, like, the... They were the bumpers where they were, like, trying to go into different shows... And like, th- like stop this thing from happening. Um, I'm sure it's on the Lost oh, Media. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember one uh, skit where um number like a uh, number three's just sitting in her room, and number one says, "What are you doing? You tell me to go nowhere. No, I told you to go to Courage's Nowhere, Kansas, not nowhere." And that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that those are lost. I wish they found oh, them. Wow, that's I lost. love skits next door. Hmm, but uh, other bumper. I forget what other bumpers. I would assume a lot of bumpers are kind of gone, yeah. unless people just recorded those. Who is cataloging all the bumpers ever made on the channel? One, some guy out there on the internet. Soon, yeah. soon they'll all need me. <laughs> Please show yourself, because we need that stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, go- I'm scrolling through the Lost Media wiki right now, just I, looking. I for remember a- this one Ben Ten bumper, like. Like, this was, like, the first generation of Ben 10. Like, I just remember they used reused footage of some episode involving clowns, and it was just Grandpa Max sitting on, a, on like, the sidewalk, and I don't know, Gwen just t- says something, and Grandpa Max says, Gwen, have you ever been to war and seen all this stuff happen in front of you? That's what it's like. Cartoon Jesus. Network. Something like that. Whoa. I don't they didn't give yeah. a damn. I just remember some we- I don't know what it was exactly, and it's so vague that I can't barely remember exactly what he said. <laughs> but it was just Max, go- uh, Grandpa Max just going on a long tangent about something traumatic, I forget. That show was great, by the way. Yeah. It was. Um, too bad it won't be great anymore. <laughs> oh. But, um... Here's something. Uh, I remember this show quite vividly, actually, about Disney's Timo Supremo. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. That I'm surprised that's lost because I remember seeing that show all the time. Like, I specifically remember an episode where one of the villains, like, blocked out the sky with a bunch of blimps. <laughs> and everybody was like, uh, they were so tired and sad because of no sunlight. And it's like, oh... Okay, well, it's not like you can't just the military can't fucking blow them up or something. <laughs> it's a kid. It's crazy doing. feeling that. It's crazy feeling that. Like I remember this. It's gone now. Yeah, it's yeah. like I saw that show. So are all the episodes lost or just some? Um, according to the uh, the Wikia page, it's uh, only two of them have surfaced what out of thirty nine. Seriously, that's I thought. Man, I thought someone would have that. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Um. What oh God! There's one. There's it's... one poorly animated show that just looks so bad. Um. Ah, I can't remember. 
But like someone, someone found out the episodes, <laughs> and it's just crazy. Some guys are some some commenters are like, "Oh, that should stay lost because it's just, yeah. it just <laughs> so shitty." I'm trying to remember. Um, was it the keep CG, going? Was it the CG one? Like something. It was the purple guys. They look ugly or something. Oh, but ugly Martians. No. no, I think that's found. Despite not wanting, I remember you were talking about like I think was it called Weirdos? Where Weirdos? Yeah, it looks like it was animated by the same team that did the uh, Donkey Kong Country cartoon. Yeah, because it looks like like they just took the the face of one of the monkeys and made a new character. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm like surprised. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be, but like someone has this. Yeah. Hmm. There's there's a few semi lost or not good quality found rips of stuff that I would really like. Um, Magic Island, for example, or a bunch of these like uh, Full Moon Entertainment Brenta only movies. Um, there's like one guy that was like putting them on YouTube, but he had like a it, it, before every part because he got to upload ten minutes of each thing. He would like introduce himself and like the movies because he had them all on VHS. <laughs> um, or or the Disney movie Can of Worms. I never I haven't found that online. I, no, I think I think that's available now. Oh, is it okay? Because uh, Disney had a marathon where they played every single all one hundred of their Disney Channel original movies. Oh um, yeah. Hmm. But but the problem is like trying to find good quality rips because I want like good quality rips of the movie Brink. If anyone remembers Brink, where it was like a this really cheesy rollerblading movie. I remember Brink the parkour game. No, no. I remember a long time ago on Disney Channel, uh, there was a movie. Those really, I don't know, because they're nostalgic, so I, I guess they're good. Those movies like Thirteenth um, Wish or like Dream Team or um, yeah, that was like way way back. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Those movies were great, but then that's just like my nostalgia kicking in. Who, who remembers the nine eleven Disney movie Tiger Cruise? Oh, I remember oh, that. What? Holy Why shit! Why is it a nine eleven movie? It's uh, it's uh, this this daughter who like wants her dad to stop being a navy dude or whatever, and then it's like, nine eleven happened, and uh, then there, and then she's like, oh shit, and then the dad's like, I have to do something for my country, and then uh, they um, she was like, I think you should keep being in the navy to protect our country, dad, and he's like, well, thanks, bro, and then does his thing. <laughs> Yay. Well, is there like a wall? Like, what's the the piece of lost media that everyone wants but can't get? Socks the cat. Or is it like that? <laughs> yeah, like the, that's pretty much the epitome. The oh, day the clown cried, the or Kingdom something. Hearts animatic. Oh, that would be sweet. I mean, I know the guy who uh, directed it and everything, but he told me that it's like, yeah, I don't have it anymore. One, if I did give it to you, people. If it somehow gets leaked, they would trace it back to me. Two, I don't have it anymore. It, belo- it, it this person has it now, and I don't know if they. Well, I don't know if they still have it anymore because it was a long time ago. So yeah, the Kingdom Hearts animatic for the pilot. It was I think it was like seven minutes long, and it used like some music, copyrighted music from like Gladiator and several Disney films in the animatic for Sora to explore like the desert area with Aladdin. Like, that would have been a cool show, but uh, the problem was uh, the director of Kingdom Hearts or something was like, yeah, I don't want to, like, deal with having to write the story for both a cartoon and also a uh, a video game at the same time, since Kingdom Hearts is already confusing enough. We don't ha- we don't need to deal with this shit also, especially if it's canon, too. Yeah, so they pretty much just, like, pulled the plug, and now it's... Yeah. Now people want it. 
yeah, and it's like, I know the guy, but it's like, no, please, just give it to me. You Surely you have it on, like, some thumb drive somewhere. Come on. I need it. Huh. We all need it. But um, I need it like we all need Harambe. <laughs> oh. Oh. Damn, but there was this great, uh... Fox, no, Kids to be B Western cartoon. Like, I'm not gonna give it out right now, but I'm gonna talk about it later in some other future video. Like, 13, well, I think uh, 11 of the 13 episodes are found, but the rest are lost, and all there is of this amazing show, which I would say is like Cyber 6, if it was a cowboy show, if it was a Western, you know, like some Western with a girl, I don't know. It's a great show, but I'll talk about it later. Yeah, but, oh, wait, I do have some sort of piece of lost media. It's this educational tape of Rambo is like in the 80s they made this like VHS tape and it's like just teaching kids vocabulary words but it's using footage from the Rambo cartoon from the 80s what? I, 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 I can't find it on YouTube so it's like I have this and nobody fucking cares oh well it's somewhere in my room yeah so I, I just got this piece of lost media I guess I think I saw one other listing on eBay, but hang on, let me see if that's still there. It's funny because, like, apparently I'm on the Lost Media Wiki because I shared a screenshot of my channel, like, way, way when I had, like, 500 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And there are some videos on there, um, and people are like, holy shit, we have to find it now. Yeah, like, some of my, like, <laughs> they listed some of my videos on there, like, some of the ones I haven't re-uploaded yet. Yeah, same. Wait, so so someone who makes who makes videos about lost media has lost media themselves? Yeah. <laughs> we must go we must go deeper. It just wow. never ends, but I just think like you can't catalog everything in the world, you know? I, yeah. Yeah, I, otherwise there's like there's so many like YouTube videos that are just kinda gone. Yeah. There's YouTube channels. Dang. Um also one thing that kind of makes me mad that's it's lost media is the ghost stories episode about Kuche Sakeona. What? Oh, explain what that is. Because th that means we have one episode of the English dub we didn't get. So it was never dubbed for some it reason? It was never dubbed. It, was, it hadn't even aired. Hmm. Is that really lost? Yeah, um, the, on the only thing that, that's um, available of it is the next episode preview. Oh, damn. I have a link. I have a link to it right here. So, but they, I, did they not include it in the DVDs? Nope, nothing. They just scrapped it completely. <laughs> people people um, th thought that it looked too much like a cleft palate. Hmm. Which is like Such that. Sandwiches. Um, yeah. Wait, it would look. What, cleft palate, what? A cleft is where you. Uh, is a disfigurement where your lip kind of like. Oh, okay. Um, splits and it like goes all the way up to your nose. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. But yeah, I should get that <laughs> Rambo thing. No, I gotta, like, hype it up, you know? Like, nobody knew or <laughs> cared about this Rambo educational tape. I mean, it's like a slideshow talking about, like, hey, kids, uh, this is a new snot. Remember, new snot. This is a gun. Gun. I, I, I kid you not, there is a fucking new snot here, and they just say, this is the word rope. Rope. I don't understand. It's crazy, but... Yeah, I gotta hype that up so people will be like, uploaded pan, you gotta upload it for the internet, and I'll have the only tape and no one else will, and people will be like, yeah, let me suck your dick pan. You'll be the new Socks the Cat guy. Yes! Yeah, you'll be the new Socks the Cat guy. Yeah, wow. I can fight, but it's, I don't know, would anyone really care? I, I gotta make them care, so. We will. Yeah, we'll care. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, just a little bit. But is that all for lost media? 
Send a message to the world. I will give it for one billion dollars. Yeah, give me uh, <laughs> forty of oh. your finest scuth girls that are of legal age. <laughs> Speaking of, um, there was going to be an Austin Powers HBO series. That's on the. Oh, wait a minute! Too. That reminds me. There. Okay. Wait, there was. Oh, what were you going to say? Holy shit! Okay, for some reason, recently, this happened recently. There's a there's a Zoolander cartoon that was just fucking leaked onto like netflix but it's only in like european parts in the european section of the world like the uk scotland scotland hang on like i can't even find any footage of it but there is a, a seriously a zoolander cartoon so if you live in one of these areas uh you can and you have netflix um check out look up the zoolander animated series hang on oh wow i so, didn't even know that happened yeah, it's just titled zoolander supermodel 2015 like it was announced 2011 like they're saying hey we're gonna make this into a cartoon and we heard nothing and apparently just leaked to netflix so if you live in the united kingdom isle of man ireland jersey not our jersey but like european jersey and the, the first jersey yeah not new jersey. guernsey uh, <laughs> there's a new jersey so yeah if you live in one of those places um check out your netflix and be sure to rip zoolander supermodel for us (laughs) there were so many early days of netflix there's so many cartoons that were on there i'm like what the hell is this like i didn't even know there's so many like more adult cartoons and they were all terrible most of them just aired in canada or england or something like that i remember when south park was on netflix Hmm. It was. <laughs> it, it was oh, before yeah. Hulu. When Viacom, quick, the most bashed move ever. Real quick, apparently, not only Austin Powers and Zoolander, but there was a Coneheads cartoon and a Joe Dirt cartoon. What? Oh wow. Why? Wait, what was this Austin Powers series for HBO? I'm curious. Uh... Is Nolan still here? What? Nolan. <laughs> What was with the Austin Powers HBO series you mentioned? Oh, sorry. Um, I looked on a... I was... Um, let me pull it back up real quick. Well, that would be... You could do a whole thing on Mike Myers because that Sprockets movie that has a script that never got released, or it never got made, that they spent a ton of money on. Well, the Austin Powers movie is supposed to be a prequel, or the show is supposed to be a prequel to the movie. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. But I know yeah. there's like a couple like there's another one like uh, with Dana Carvey, you know, the girly man sketch with him and Kevin Nealon doing Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations. And yeah. apparently they wrote a script for that and it was going to be made, but it got canceled at the last minute. <laughs> the Joe Dirt movie or cartoon was supposed to, uh, was going to be on TBS. Really? <laughs> there was going yeah, yeah. to be a Blues Brothers cartoon, but uh. I think after Joe Dante killed those people, um, not anymore. I mean, Maxwell Adams, the creator of Billy and Mandy, had some concept art he released, but um, I don't think anything ever materialized from it. Ah, so this is a Austin Powers canceled 1999 HBO animated series. Yep. Um, Basically, um, New Line Cinema wanted to create a series with Mike Myers, and then HBO picked it up. Um, And they kept it really, really under wraps for some reason. And people who are brought on are Nicholas Stoller and Brian Posehn as writers. Fun fact, Brian Posehn is the voice of Sour Cream from Steven Universe and Newton from Symbionic Titan. Oh, man. Mm. Hey, bro. 
You want to hey, check bro. out my new cartoon, Austin Powers? It's really great. It's, it just sounds like something that got like stuck in development and everyone just forgot about. Yeah. Which is I weird. Want see, I want to see what it looked like, though. Like, what would the style have been? Oh, yeah. What year was it going to be released? 1999. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, I mean, that was pre-Family like family Guy getting super popular, so I'm sure the style would have been interesting. The thing that comes to my mind, I don't know, I have no idea why, but it was the uh, Ace Ventura oh, animated yeah. series. Which had a crossover with the Max cartoon. I mean, the Mask cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Jim Carrey. They never made that Cable Guy cartoon. <laughs> What's up with no, that? You know, or Ace Ventura 3. You know what yeah. was a really oh, no, 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 no. They The made, Mask 2. The Mask, they two, made, the mask two. At least they made a spinoff of Ace Ventura where he was a little kid. That happened. Oh, no. I think oh, that's yeah. like a son. Yeah, um, the sun wasn't bad until he started doing Jim Carrey impersonations. Oh, oh man, yeah, I'm really surprised they haven't made like a, an Austin Powers like part four shitty reboot. But I mean, I think it's gonna happen with like Anchorman two, Zoolander two. <laughs> when I was in, yeah, the- why hasn't Jim Carrey done a comeback yet? That's a good point. He just actually. vanished. Because he's he's like he was big. His movies were much bigger than Anchorman or Zoolander. He could if he came back with '90s nostalgia. What it is? Well, he would be. It would be massive. Like, with more '90s nostalgia. Well, yeah, no, we have enough of it. But yeah, Power uh, Rangers, Ghostbusters. Do you I mean? Think um, with, uh, do you mean a Dumb and Dumber two? Oh yeah, I guess he did do that. I yeah. forgot about Dumb and Dumber two. That happened, man. Yeah, that came out. I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> There's also Dumb and Dumberer. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. didn't even have them in it. It was it yeah. got recasted. That, that might no. be lost media because nobody cares. <laughs> I was convinced that was the younger Jim Carrey. Whoever, what, whatever actor that was, I was like, holy crap! No, it's like you know, Carrey. I want uh, Extreme Ghostbusters just got onto Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope that means there's gonna be a DVD release sooner than later. Because, um, like, there's weird shows get on DVD, but not my extreme Ghostbusters. Like, Jumanji, did you guys remember see that cartoon? B- barely. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm. It was a classic that was a Chupo really cartoon. Ugly, it was a really ugly looking cartoon. Yeah. Classy Chupo. Yep. The funny the thing Godzilla? about. Godzilla? Oh, wait, what? Oh, I was going to say, and then, like, the Godzilla cartoon based off the movie, the American movie from, like, the 90s or the 2000s, that also got on DVD. A cartoon about Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Something far fetched. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why does that sound so weird to you? I think they're uh, making a new one, actually. Aren't they? Yeah. I thought they were. I don't know. We'll see if they actually do. But is that all for Lost Media? I think so. Well, this isn't Lost Media. I was going to mention this when um, I think Nolan mentioned Ghostbusters. Apparently, it is kind of like, it's like a weird conspiracy that I, I read a while ago. Like, a lot of people we're posting photos of them going to watch Ghostbusters and like nobody being in the theater. Oh. Including yeah. including Boogie 2983. I I, I know his videos. 2988. Yeah, there you go. Including him. Like there's just a lot of people posting that like nobody wants to go see the movie. All oh. the theaters were empty. But Sony reported like 100 or 200 million dollars. I don't know. It's, well, it still <laughs> didn't do that well. I mean, I saw the movie. I, mean, it I thought didn't it was do, fun. It didn't do fantastic, but I think a lot of that, I don't know. I mean, people could have gone at like the first showing of the day when that's always empty, no matter what movie it is. You know, it was like, I saw those and I was like, that's not what I've seen, but yeah. you know, 
Yeah. Like when I went, it was a pretty like there was a lot of people. There's people in costumes that went, but I went on the day it came out. Yeah, I, I, all right. I mean, I went to see Kubo and the Two Strings, and there were a lot, a lot of people in that theater, and that movie fucking bombed. So you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not a good. It's it's not always a good uh, inclination, but I did see people doing that, and there were a couple of people I asked, like <laughs> who I knew who did that, and I was like, so you saw that on a Saturday at seven? Like, yeah, and it was empty, and I like kind of looked at them, like I think that's a. Like you wanted this to be true so bad, but it how much did it open pretty well? I mean, that's yeah. what I heard. I thought that was just funny that that was going on. I was like, oh shit, no way. <laughs> I think they're still going through with the cartoon though. The yeah. Ghostbusters in the future. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, they are. I mean, what they're. I mean, uh, what's weird is I went to see the movie like a month after, and there were like three other groups and of uh, people in my theater, and there was this one guy who was just so overly excited, like it's Bill Murray, yes. Oh my god, he starts clapping at certain scenes and he's just like talking back to the screen. He was what? he was fucking excited. It's like, what is this guy doing watching this movie a month after it released? Shouldn't he he'd be the one of those people who saw it day one? Like, is this like a normie? Like Maybe he got he was in prison and it, it was like they got out. Whoa, they made like, one like, new Ghostbusters movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, you're being such a normie right now. You need to hide your power level. Oh my god, there was a cartoon, another cartoon. (laughs) Holy shit, extreme Ghostbusters. He was just like, to be as happy as that guy. I finally got out of jail for exposing myself in a public theater. (laughs) Going to see Ghostbusters. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, go. So they did make Ghostbusters three, but it's in a video game. What? What is this? Three D. Oh my god, 3D graphics? It's like the Tron movie. Holy shit. What, they made what, what another Tron? This, what? Wait, what did this guy do in a theater to be in jail for this long? This is a ridiculous <laughs> amount yeah. of time. Pee Wee Herman got off scot-free. Yeah, well, I mean, he ruined his career. <laughs> yeah, well... But now he's just a giant... People still know him. Yeah, we, we still so love him. Kind of a, yeah. Didn't that theater get shut down recently? I remember Show hearing them. that. Pee-wee wins this round. He he should have bought the <laughs> theater. Took them down with them. Yeah. He should have bought the theater and only played the Netflix Pee-wee movie on a loop. <laughs> oh no, he had a special midnight screening there. Oh, and everyone is allowed Did to check really? off. No, I wish, but he should have done that oh. and like let everyone just check off in the theater. He should have been like, be like, come on guys, dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that uh one guy in the Ghostbusters theater had a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good for him. Like, yeah. uh, although when he was leaving the theaters, like he waited for the after credits, and then w- when they showed the after credits, it's like, oh yeah, can't wait for 2019 for the next movie. And uh, like, I, what's weird is I saw that I saw the Ghostbusters film, the, the this film on the exact same day. Uh, all these news reports coming out saying there won't be another Ghostbusters film because this one bombed. It's like, do I tell that guy? Do I just <laughs> get, grab him by the shoulder and just say, sure. sorry, man? It's not happening. Can we get that guy on the podcast? <laughs> Maybe. Somehow we gotta track we gotta, him down. If that After guy's that, listening. We gotta get Richard Cutter on first. Come on now. <laughs> Who that? Um, ABDL guy. Who? What? ABDL guy. What's ABDL, Nolan? Explain to us. You, you fucking know. <laughs> Does it involve <laughs> something know. related to Melanie Martinez? Fuck you. 
Yeah. How dare you fucking put me in this corner, you asshole. (laughs) Nobody puts Nolan in a corner. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking, goddammit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, um, you guys want to get into the questions and wrap it up? Okay. Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets the special Sega Genesis fighting system. It comes with Streets of Rage 2. He saves $40. He gets more moves. He gets more control. Now things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. Say it. Say it. Sega! Sega! Buck, okay, questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post it on the YouTube comments of this podcast. So our first question is by BlackHusky35. Question, if you could have any game franchise make some sort of comeback, even if it's a mobile game, what would you want added or removed from the game's content-wise? Well, I mean, I guess... Sonic. And just in general, like, any franchise to come back... What would it be? Uh, see, I feel like I'll name one and someone will knew it came back and I didn't or something. Well, for one but thing... Is, oh, go on. Was Streets of Rage ever come back? Hmm, I think they made like one PlayStation 2 game, like a 3D one, and that was it. You could make a, a good mobile game out of Streets of Rage. It'd yeah, be I mean, pretty cool. Beat-em-ups are pretty easy. Like, there's tons of beat-em-ups. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is House of Dead still a thing? Uh... Not really. Anything anything right. Sega related is fucking dead, mainly oh. because it almost went bankrupt. Yeah. I, mean, I want that to be a comeback. House of the Dead, I don't know, twenty sixteen. I think the last we, House of the Dead game was like on the Wii and it was like <laughs> it had like this grindhouse style to it. It was like we, some super like hardcore version. Uh I can't I used to watch like all the playthroughs I I love that game, but yeah, it was like some it was like House of the Dead X or something like that. Hmm. See House of the Dead two. Oh, what's sad is when I look up House of the Dead, uh, the first thing that pops up is the shitty movie. Oh, that movie's fantastic! Oh, Uwe Boll movie. I really like that movie actually. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the voice acting for two? It's oh, legendary. Always. Oh, don't come! Don't come! <laughs> <laughs> and there's Welcome, also friends. Type of the Dead, which is the same game except uh, you use a keyboard and you have to type out the words these zombies have on their chest or whatever. <laughs> Typing of the Dead is like a modern masterpiece, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But in general, I just like to see the return of like 3D platformers like Mario 64 and Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, all we got is those kickstarted games like uh, Ukulele and uh, Hat in Time. Okay, real quick, I- I'm probably like ostracized for this, but like Hat in Time doesn't look that good. It's like, been, I know a lot. It's been in development forever. Like, is it ever going to come out? Well, because, like, it just, to me, it, like, it doesn't seem anything special. Like, there's nothing to it that's dra- drawing me to it besides, like, the nostalgia of Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. And now they have ukulele. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I never thought Hat Time looked super special. And uh, I never really wanted to speak out about it because everyone seemed to be, like, super excited about it. And I'm just like, I don't see it. Oh, no. But um, I think... No, the, dude, voice your opinion. I think the big mistake with a lot of 3D platformers is they assume it's about collecting rather than exploring because, like, Donkey Kong 64 was nothing but collecting the same thing, like, six times over with different characters, and that was just monotonous. Like, that was... A lot of people look back on uh, Donkey Kong 64 with, like, yeah, it wasn't that great, but 
Banjo-Kazooie, that still holds up. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, something like Goat Simulator, like, I love that. It, it gave me the I same... I love Goat Simulator. Yeah, it gave me the same thrill of, like, your Mario 64s and such. Since it's about exploring and experimenting with weird stuff, I mean, like, I love... I mean, Mario 64, like, you, you could just do all this stuff, like, launch yourself out of a cannon or just explore everything with this uh, Koopa The underwater shell. levels were amazing. Yeah. You, just using the Koopa shell to, like, slide around or use that underwater was fun. Like... I mean that's what it's. I mean it's more than collecting with these games, and that's what a lot of people misinterpret about these types of platformers. Mm-hmm. Like Banjo Kazooie works because the cast of characters are fantastic, the worlds are interesting, and um, it, it, it's unique. And like uh, when you collect, the goals that you have to do are so uniquely cartoony and fun that it works. You mm-hmm. know, like um, you get that little hint and you figure it out. You know, yeah. especially with Mario sixty four as well. Mm-hmm. The same with, well, kind of the same with uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. But uh, another thing, another type of game that I wish would uh, come back is the extreme sports games like Tony Hawk, because the last one was Pro Skater 5, and that was a fucking disaster. It's a game that they rushed out because we're like, okay, uh, we're going to, Activision, they're going to lose the license on this particular day. So they release the game on the exact day that they lose the license, and they just say, hey, we didn't finish the game, so you got to, okay, when they packaged the game in the box as a CD, the game wasn't even finished. So with that CD, you had to install the full game that they finished afterwards, which was 7 gigabytes. What? It's a fucking mess. Wait, so that it was like a right? That's funny because I heard about that. There's going to be a documentary about the guy who made that Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Oh, how he he made that movie just to hold on to the rights, and he ended up being a producer on the the ones with Jessica Alba and stuff because he had made that shitty Roger Corman movie. Wait, which Fantastic Four? The there's uh it, well actually this is Lost Media, so I I'm, I'm connecting it I guess or it's <laughs> found right yeah found was it released <laughs> the Roger Corman uh produced uh, Fantastic Four and this guy made it just to hold on to the rights. And uh, apparently this guy made a documentary about that movie. And while they're making the movie, they found out later that everyone behind the scenes knew they were never going to release it. <laughs> like, it was almost like its biggest theatrical release was, like, bootleg VHSs. Mm-hmm. At conventions. Uh, at, yeah, at conventions, which is, I saw it on a TV at a convention. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about that convention experience, because uh, you told us, told us that off the podcast. <laughs> oh, I haven't told it? Oh, it was just like... Um, god okay uh no i was at a convention with my dad and this guy was just had it on a tv at his like little booth and and so i sat there and i watched the fantastic four the whole movie standing at a convention but i but i I should preface i knew about this movie i knew about this movie for years before i had that experience and i actually went to blockbuster and was like a total pain in their ass about when is fantastic (laughs) Four getting released because there was a theory online that it was going to go straight to vhs which in a way is true but not like blockbuster never got fantastic that fantastic Four. so like i was obsessed and like i would actually like one of them would one time one blockbuster employee told me it'll be out in maybe a month maybe to shut me up and i literally this isn't a joke at all i i had my friends like we're gonna have a sleepover in a month because it'll be out and like my parents didn't have the heart to be like jim calm down like this is not coming out 
and but then I saw the convention. My dad, I think he just left me alone because like he just needs to get this out of his system, like to see this movie. But that's how I saw it on a little uh, TV. But the guy, like, if he was smart, he would have tried to sell me the tape, or I would have bought the tape. But clearly, that movie wasn't good enough. It was only good enough to watch on a on a TV at a convention. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, nineties. Six, seven, Damn. around that. I'm not sure what oh. year, but it was like definitely mid to late nineties. Was it worth it? Um, what? Like, well, I remember after seeing it, I had no desire to even talk about that movie again. <laughs> like, it just like killed. It killed oh. all of it. I was just like, why? Why do I even care about life? Oh and my god! Really, <laughs> that just started my teen years. I was Man. like, where's my fucking Nirvana album? I hate society. <laughs> fucking. Fantastic Four means nothing. Oh, you're starting to feel angst. Yeah, I felt that that started angst. Now I think I was already a little angsty, but I just wanted to see it. But I remember. At least I have Nirvana. I hope nothing bad ever happens to any of them ever. (laughs) (laughs) At least I have you, Kurt Cobain. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was just so. But it was like the perfect way to see it. But I remember that's the funny thing because when I was watching Lost Media videos that Jorge makes I was I was like man I remember at conventions they'd be, be like oh Burger King made parody Star Trek commercials and here's a tape with all 10 versions of them and like that would be sold at a convention in the 90s because there's no other way you could yeah. and it was like commercials in the early 80s and there would Whoa. be tapes full of like sci-fi pilots that aired once or you know all sorts of weird shit like that that used to be like and I'd love to just hang out at that booth because you'd end up getting to watch something you'd never see again. But the price of the tapes would be, cause it was EP, which is six hours would be like 40 bucks and you get a ton of shit on it. Oh, that's mm. awesome. So this was pre YouTube. So basically it was like, I'm pretty sure like some other, like I can imagine like you finding a VHS tape that says like Epic vines, but like in another dimension, like a dimension where <laughs> vine exists on VHS tape and they're all just oh. compiled on tapes. Someone should make, should make a tape. Uh, uh, they can do two-hour SP tape of just vines. Label it that and, and give it to a Salvation Army and just see, <laughs> see what happens. You know, like, it was like, for anyone who doesn't have internet, they can have a vine on tape. Oh, my God. That sounds like the worst thing ever. But I, I remember those tapes and just thinking, like, how cool these guys were that they had all this, like, their whole collection and what media they took in were, like, stuff you couldn't even get. I thought they were so cool. But now I think, like, most of those things were not good. Like, they weren't, they weren't good movies or shows. There were things that stayed buried for a reason, you know, <laughs> at least the ones on the Now you can find the good shit, like oh, a yeah. day with Spongebob. Yeah. Oh yeah. When that comes out, the epitome of good shit. Well, that's that's the thing with lost stuff. Is there some stuff you find it and you're like, oh, I get it, I get why this is lost. <laughs> but then other stuff, you're like, why was this lost? You know. So. But going back to the topic of bad licensing and stuff, like we branched off from like the Fantastic Four being a, lo- a thing that they had to do because if they don't do the film, they lose the license. It was the same with this mm-hmm. Tony Hawk game, like. Well, they were going to lose the license, but they said, you know what? Let's crank out one last Tony Hawk game and just get it over with. And <laughs> they made one last game. Like, the CD wasn't even finished. The game in the CD wasn't finished. You, it's not playable, so you got to install an update online. <laughs> and the and the rest of the game is that that update. It's seven gigabytes. 
That's the rest of the full game. I'm sorry, but when you say the CD's not even finished, I just picture like half a CD in the case. <laughs> it might as well be. <laughs> just, or like holes in it or something. Activision just didn't give a shit. That game was a What is this? You know, honestly, it would be pretty cool for the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games if they just re-released the first three, but with updated graphics. They did do that. Well, the first two, at least. Oh, did they? Yeah, when? Tony Hawk How? HD. It was a downloadable game. It included... What year was it? Oh, like 2011 or so. Like, it included like, the best of. So it wasn't all... That's the, exciting. It wasn't all the levels, but some of them. And there's a DLC pack for some of the levels from the third game also. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, I, I, I gotta go find that. Although some, yeah, I have Pro Skater for my, and for my N64. It was great. Though there is someone's mod that they got... They modded some uh, the PC version of uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2 to include all the levels from the previous game. So that's like four, five, six games, six games of content in one mod. Any other games that you wish would make a comeback or franchises? Typing of the Dead? <laughs> no, that, that actually came out in 2013, the latest entry of that. Well, oh, shit. Also, uh, Screw Attack made a fan game, well, a parody game called Typing of the Bread, and it's with gingerbread cookies. <laughs> Zeepstered question. What's your favorite season to be represented in cartoons like summer, fall, winter, that or other seasons? Uh, I love fall so much. I kind of I like maybe this is a weak answer, but I like when a show represents like all the seasons. Hmm. Like yeah. the spectacular Spider-Man. I was thinking of that. Holy crap. Oh. Well, first of all, spectacular Spider-Man Citizen Kane is Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, by far. I mean, but that's what I like. It's like you feel like you've gone through the whole school year with Peter Parker. Yeah, because it starts in the fall of his sophomore year. I remember going through winter and then it got like towards Christmas and um, I just kept going. And God, that show was great. Yeah, it's a great show. Hmm, but I usually like whenever a cartoon takes place, like the entire episode or movie just takes place entirely at night or when it's raining. I, I like that a lot. Not necessarily a season, mm-hmm. but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess winter I would love. Hmm. Rain is nice. Yeah. I maybe I'd say summer just because I love Ed and Eddie. But oh, even yeah. that got into the fall after it was like renewed or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which I wish I could find contact with uh, Danny Antonucci, but it's I don't know his Facebook. He won't talk to you because you're an American. Yeah. So next question, Call Me Boss question: What do you guys think of the state of YouTube at the moment with all the drama? Etc. I bring this up because uh I don't know like. That drama alert guy, what's his name? Keemster? Keemster, yeah. Yeah, yeah first yeah. off, I don't follow this, so I don't know or care. Or Everyone seems to hate or love that guy, and I was like, I don't know who this is, so I don't really care. <laughs> like, he says on his Twitter, like, hey, if anyone wants me to be on a podcast, uh, message me. And people, <laughs> oh, keep, people keep redirecting his comment towards me, and it's like, sure. I was thinking, like, should we put him on? Because I don't know or hate this guy, so, you know... Like, I'm sure everyone I mean, would be like, fuck you, Pan, for bringing this guy on. But, you know, I, mean, would, I would. I honestly would be like, fuck you, Pan, for bringing this guy I mean, on. I don't, I don't yeah, know what he would add to the conversation. He seems like kind of like an empty person to me. You know, it's like uh, me being like some blissful idiot and inviting like some, like, a I don't know, like a vampire into the house or something. It's like, why'd you bring this guy in, you fucking moron? Like, I picture that. Dump truck. I'm not his dad. A cop. How about that? Oh, a a cop. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Why'd you bring a cop into my command center? (laughs) Command center. 
It's a basement. It's a command. Don't help McLean. I can explain. Because people told me to. <laughs> it's like, I don't follow this guy, so I don't know or care. So, you know. I I don't really get when people want everyone to react. Like, because obviously people want YouTube to be like, have more tabloidy stuff. I think I hate everything basically said that in a video. Uh, but like, that seems to be like, because sometimes I'll get comments and they'll be like, what do you think of? Who was that girl who everyone thought was on drugs or something? Oh, Marina Joyce. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know who the fuck this person is. Me like, either. how am I? I still don't. I was like, I've never watched one of her videos. I I just heard about it through other YouTubers and through people on Twitter. But I was like, how am I supposed to like just suddenly care about this person? Like, that's not how tabloids work. Like, I'm supposed to care about Lindsay Lohan before I see her do lots of drugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So people yeah. in the comments, should I invite Keemstar onto the podcast? <laughs> pull the straw pull the straw poll. I don't know. That sounds I, like it requires work, so I don't know. No, it doesn't. The, uh, gates of hell are opened. Uh, Fine. Click the link to the straw poll in the description if I remember to add it or not. I mean, would he even know anything about cartoons? I don't know him no, at all, so you... I don't know. You know what? <laughs> Wait, since 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 he does like that show Drama Alert, right? We should yeah. do a whole episode on Total Drama Island. <laughs> we can also okay, uh, we can also I'm talk about Kim Possible. So the drama, yeah, just be, just be like drama in the name. Yeah, uh, he's not going to do this podcast. No, see, we can do that. See, this this would have worked. Keemstar on the podcast would have worked if we had Nero's as well. <gasps> Because like, because because what Keemstar does is he likes to get two people to hate each other into a thing, and he feels the fire. Like that's that's his gimmick. Oh when it my god! And then he eats popcorn. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So so Nero's and Keemstar. Yes, we should try that. Maybe if not, I don't that's know. That's like that's like Nero's wet dream to be on Keemstar. <laughs> to be on him. Oh man! Directly, not the yeah. I made the straw poll, by the way. <laughs> Yay. Good guy, Nolan, coming to the rescue. Yes. That's me. <laughs> uh, you, did you? You need to add one with Nero's involved too. Like, oh, well, uh, guess, do we have Keemstar by himself, edit, or edited with like Keemstar and Nero's? <laughs> okay, hold, okay, hold on. This? This? <laughs> this sounds like the cringiest podcast. Keems, should Keemstar and Nero's simultaneously? on the pizza party podcast. Oh, see, we have to get all these people to agree to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing, I don't know, just backfiring, and he's just like, look, I don't know you guys at all. I don't watch these cartoons. What the fuck? They made a new Powerpuff Girls? Oh, wow, they use Yas and memes. I love this. This is the greatest show ever. Fuck. <laughs> How can you hate this show? It's so funny. Fuck you, Pond. Uh -huh. This Nero's is going to be the worst opinion. podcast ever, and it's kind of my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Burn the podcast to the ground. Just fuck it all. Ooh. Fuck everything. But next question. Irresponsibility. Question. What's your least favorite YouTube trend? Uh, oh, Keemstar. <laughs> no, no. Wait, what? Least Sorry. favorite YouTube trend. Keemstar. Darn. Okay, well, I have Okay, well, for me personally, it's just the videos in s itself, but I always hate when uh, they always say, don't forget to like and subscribe, you know? Sorry, Jorge. Anyway. It's all good. <laughs> you know, I just prefer... I feel like it's kind of a staple. 
Yeah, yeah I don't. Pers- if we're talking about the video itself and not like overall YouTube trends, um, I really hate it when people try to like get you to watch something to the very end mm. by saying at the beginning, click, stay until the end of the video to watch some funny outtakes. Leave Brutal Moose alone. alone. I mean, wait, was it? No, it was Cadicarus or I forget. Shit. Hey. <laughs> Poor Caddy's going to kick my ass whenever we're on the next stock can together. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're talking about when people are like, oh, stay until the end of this video because then you'll find, or like something like that. Wacky bloopers. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Click this link yeah. to uh, make epic gifts of this video. <laughs> that too. I don't know what, I don't know why he does that. Promotion, you know, self-promotion, you know. You, you, you gotta do what you gotta do, okay? To survive. But yeah, what I usually do is just, like, include a commercial, like, some retro commercial at the end. Like, if it's a, I don't know, a Rocket Power episode I'm reviewing or something, just include a classic Rocket Power Nickelodeon TV spot from the 90s, and that's pretty nostalgic. And I prefer that, and just include the subscribe button on the side. Just, like, you know, it's subtle. It has... You know, I, I, I set up a mood with my videos, you know? Yeah. Got it. I know what I hate. Yeah, I got I was ambience. thinking about it for a while. When they have, like, 10 or 20 second long intros. No, no, a minute long intros. That's... When oh. It's like, find me on Facebook. Like, here. <laughs> you are now watching. Stuff like oh. that. I'm like, oh, oh God. No, no, no. The worst thing. The worst thing is when they have a musical intro, but it's not, like, catchy, like, angry video game nerds. It's just, like, like some stupid cheesy, like, like uh, electronic oh, shit. I- uh, and they start like getting they start getting into costume and getting ready to review, and then they end it by just doing a pose like, "Yeah, I'm about to review a game." <laughs> I, I, I really don't like theme songs and videos that are under ten minutes. It's just like, <laughs> like, like, why are you filling this up with? Just start the video, God damn! <laughs> like, no, I, no, you know what the dumbest trend was was the reluctant angry gamer that's being forced to review the terrible shitty product. Yeah. Oh. yeah like, nostalgia yeah. critics. Like, I'm it. doing this for you guys. Thanks for nothing. That didn't. That didn't work out because you already had someone who was doing that a lot better. Yeah, everyone was doing that, and now I think everyone kind of shifted over to just ripping off John Tron style. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But hmm, of course, there's always a just just like you click on a tutorial video, and it's always like. Big epic dubstep sounds and and then it just cuts to like, guys. Uh, today we're gonna learn how to compress audio. Okay, so <laughs> first, what you gotta do is go to this website and download the this thing. And let me just type in the or website. Even worse is when they have or when they have like notepad open. Yeah, and they're just <laughs> no, typing they, the yeah, instructions. They don't narrate. They just have notepad open. They type it in. But it's worse when they just say, "Okay, well, first we're gonna go to this website." <laughs> okay, now we're gonna download this, and you just wait for them to download it. Okay, the thing's done downloading, so you just click it open. Okay, you hit enter. Okay, you just install this. Now you gotta restart your computer. I love when <laughs> I don't know worst. how to do something, and I'm looking up on YouTube how to do it, and that's it's like a little kid teaching the tutorial and i'm like damn i'm this bad <laughs> here's how you do a minecraft uh, server wipe here yay you know, it, it, it's either a about, child of a very young age kids in minecraft is that sometimes like at conventions they do q a's and the oh, fucking no. one of the q a's a little kid came out of a fucking stroller to ask a question <laughs> <laughs> 
and it was so cringy. Like, just look up any Minecraft cringe compilation. I'm sure you'll find it. Oh, wow. I mean, that just takes me back to when I saw Deadpool in theaters. That one kid, like, before they showed the movie in the trailers, they had, like, a YouTube commercial. And it showed, like, YouTube Red with PewDiePie and whatever. And just that little kid behind me who's, like, three years old saying, Look, it's PewDiePie! <laughs> uh, that kid has no idea. No. Oh, this is the future. Oh well. Or, or actually, I don't. I don't like when you see a reviewer and they start off their video and go, "I know, you know, it's been a while, and I haven't made a video in a bit, and I know I was supposed to do this other review, and you're watching it, and it's two years later, and you're like, dude, I don't fucking care. Just get to the review already." I'm here now in this moment, please. This, this reminds me, like, uh, okay, this was during uh, the whole uh, Cool Cat versus I Hate Everything, because uh. A while back, uh, I Hate Everything's video of Cool Cat got taken down for copyright reasons when he was... Yeah, kids, it's Cool Cat! There was, a, <laughs> there was a big controversy, and there there was this one YouTube video where it was some guy discussing it, but he... he like, the title was, like, discussing uh, the co- Cookie Cat Gate or whatever... Cool Cat Gate or whatever, but, like, the first two minutes are just him talking about the Paris bombings that happened recently and he's just saying, yeah, so recently before I talk about Cookie Cat or Cool, I mean, Cool Cat, I just like to talk about the Paris bombings and first off, like, this is why I hate religion you know, this is the reason why we're always fighting. Anyway, gotta go see Sauce's party, but whatever so Cookie Cat, but he went on for like three minutes just talking about how much he hates religion (laughs) 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 but uh other YouTube trends I hate. I'm trying to think of something, but like, I, there's like, I know there's things that like I dislike, but like that intro thing like really gets to me. I'm trying to think yeah. of what else is like, what else is there. Like a minute long oh. copywritten intro from some rock band that they stole the music from, and then it just cuts to just some nerd sitting <laughs> on a chair with his like collectible shelf in the background. Nothing hates nothing brings my piss to a boil more than when there's like a, a scary, a really good scary story that I like, and I'm looking for like new narrators who have read it, like because you know they might have done it differently, and it's just some guy going like, one day, I went to the store, and I uh, found a um uh, a a jar, and there was a dead body in it. What? Uh-huh. And they just like have the shittiest microphone quality. They cannot read worth a shit. It's awful. Ah, speaking of like creepypasta narrations, I don't know why people do this, and it happens surprisingly often. But like for some reason, really, really small channels will like they'll read the story, but like they'll use like those like computer automated voices, you know, oh. those like type the chat yeah. things. And I don't know why people do that. Like <laughs> the only it's so weird. Okay. I'm going to kiss your ass for a second, and I'm really sorry, but the only time I ever thought that was good is when you did the Tomino's Hell poem. Like, that was fucking creepy. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, that was the only time I ever found that acceptable. The only reason why I did did that was I didn't want to read it. (laughs) Doing that video, doing that video was weird, honestly. Doing that, like, my computer. Do you even lift? No, I don't. I only lift books. No, yeah. that, that video was weird to do. My my computer would crash. It was it would it was. I just, I did not want to read that poem. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part about some videos. Like the I told I talked to you about this too when we were off uh, podcast. But Rob Dyke did a video in a haunted house, and he was like, "I'm so glad I got this video done." And he said this at the beginning. He was like, "I've had problems making this video since like um we got done filming," and I'm like, "Shit." Oh, yeah, that type of shit's that. weird. I I don't I don't know. And I'm I I'm I'm doing like. I want to do like scariest rituals sometime soon, 
and I really want to actually do them, but I don't know, man. I might curse myself and my family, oh. but we'll see. Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> oh, my friend Octonite on Tumblr, when I went to uh, California to meet up with him, he told me the story about how he and his cousins did hide and seek alone, which I mean, oh it's, fuck no, no, yeah. And he literally was he was like, oh, this is stupid. But literally, there was an actual spirit in the house, and like, he was hiding under the bed with salt water in his mouth, and like, the closet door opens next to him, but he knows his cousins are in a completely different room, and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> and they like, they went to go find the doll in the um kitchen, but no, the bathroom sink, and it wasn't there. So they're looking around for this fucking doll, and it's in the on a fucking fridge in the garage. Dude, fuck that with all my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh. It, we no, and the best part is we were in Little Tokyo at like midnight, and it was so fucking creepy because the place was deserted, and there was like only a few people walking around. So he was telling us this story, and we were just like, Jesus. Mm, fuck. Wow. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. All right. <sighs> Hell no. 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 Fuck that. Yes. Yes. But uh. Any last YouTube trends? Oh, but that reminds me, like, the, the whole thing about, like, it's always, always a nerd in standing in front of his, like, shelf of collectibles and pop figures and <laughs> shitty books and maybe, like, a Watchmen book or a... Oh, I'm sorry, Jim, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shots fired. I didn't mean it. Like, go on. Never go on. I was like, wait a I, minute. Jim's videos have that. Oh, no. I don't have a Watchmen book. I, I think you have a pop figure in the background, though. Oh, I have, like, a Spider-Man. So, That's Jim, it. what we're saying is you're a hack fraud. Go oh, fuck oh. yourself. Your show is no. done. I don't, I don't think... I don't think I... I didn't take offense to that. <laughs> I, I didn't even think it was me, because I don't yeah. have, like, Watchmen and the Killing Joke, and I'm like, look, I'm super edge, and today I'm going to yeah. review Fight Club. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to half review it as Edward Norton, and the other half is going to be Tyler Durden. Oh, my God, no. No, like... I think most people have like the uh, he, like because what you're talking about is the video gamer that has like all their entire collection behind them. Yeah, um, and I think that's just like to help like set the nerd cred of being like, yeah, I'm a gamer. I own all these games physically. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I should like try doing like the polar opposite where it's like I have all this collection of stuff, but it's not neatly sorted. It's all just garbage, and that's what my room looks like now. Really, <laughs> so I. <get> <laughs> I guess this is me trying to like combat that. Like, here's all my collectibles, but it's on a, a fucking pile of shit. <laughs> Here it is. Arguably, couldn't you say you already do the opposite by having your shit just on your bed and you're going through it? Yeah. With your camcorder, because that's kind of like the polar opposite of, it in, of what you're saying, anyway. Yeah, they don't call it Rebel Taxi for nothing. I don't know where the taxi part comes from, but that's yeah. where the that's fuck did the taxi go? Don't know. I, oh, I think really, I just like the combination of yellow and checkers, and I thought that's a nice color scheme. That, I'll do that. No, I'm at like, like where did the taxi itself go? Did you sell oh, it to like? Oh, for the Coconut Fred video, it's returning, but with a new redesign. Ooh. I always wanted to just avoid the bookshelf thing forever. Like I didn't just want to have that so here's something completely different and it's like how many other animated reviewers are there i mean there was spill and that's it yeah that type of editing is like super satisfying yeah i mean it's like the simplest mouth movements like it's basically like how anime animates their mouth movements <laughs> so it's super easy to do oh do you keep him like the audio or something uh-huh do you like no uh, i think keep... he just has it looping oh okay well i mean like the mouth just moves at different speeds 
But um, essentially, the I guess part of the idea came from like um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast because they were always just reusing the same animations over and over. <laughs> or like the um, Ghost to Ghost. Yeah, that's exactly Coast to Coast, yeah, the yeah. talk show. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, did I say Ghost to Ghost? <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, Ghost to Ghost? I think, I think that's I think that's Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. No, <laughs> Ghost to Toast. Yeah, but is that all for the questions and uh, spooky stuff? Whatever we were talking about. Or other... I love spooky stuff and questions. Yeah, other YouTube trends that you all hate. The Buzzfeed, the um, the, those those videos that are super like clickbaity titles. Yeah, those assholes who make like top ten ugliest, creepiest mascots, and they're not all creepy. I mean, like you know, like Aaron Eshrim isn't creepy. What the fuck? Or, or saying something killed uh, a franchise, or um, you know, you know, stuff you learn from like doing Frederator things. I love, I love how we, I love how we're doing this, and we're inadvertently stepping on literally everybody in this call's toes. Yeah, <laughs> those assholes who make like a, a video called like fourth worst cartoon ever, and the car- the, the reviewer just says eh, the cartoon's okay. One of those people. <laughs> Fuck that those guy. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or all they talk about is fucking Steven Universe. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the I way, saw yeah. something like that. It was like a Suicide Squad review, and and, some, and the guy started off with, like, "Oh, the movie's okay." Then he just went on to shit on the movie, like mm-hmm. <laughs> for the entire video. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, did anyone else see Suicide Squad? No. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. The tables have turned. So anyone how the turntables? It is the most okay movie I've ever seen. Like, it just exists. We're the patsies, the cover-up. Don't forget, we're the bad guys. What? You're going somewhere very bad to do something that'll get you killed. So was that like a pep talk? Oh, yeah! That was a great shot, man. Hey, I don't do that. I don't do I'm not a hugger. Not a hugger. Suicide Squad. Rated PG-13. Experience it in IMAX 3D. I think it had a fun characters, but you wish the characters were in a better film, like a better edited yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're they're kind of introducing them. I was kind of like, well, I can't wait to see these guys in other DC movies, just not this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was meh. Maybe if they make a sequel, like they'll they'll do the full on like Tank Girl Scott Pilgrim style, and that'll be integrated properly with the film. Maybe if they get rid of Zack Snyder, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's or, also doing Justice League. Or if they I like, think... go ahead, Jim. Oh, or if they like recast the Joker, because holy fuck, I mean, <laughs> that was oh. a fucking waste. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know, like, uh, did you Why hear is about... he even in there? Uh, what's it? Die Atwood is suing, yeah. is mad that the Joker stole their look. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, <laughs> you guys so wanted attention again. Yeah, like although it, that's that in that scene where Harley smashes the uh, store window and steals that purse, like uh, the the decorations on the on that wall of purses and stuff does look like the Die Antwood music video for um, Ninja. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, if you watch Chappie, like they kind of do that style a lot. Which for, I don't know why Diantwood was in Diantword was in Ch- Chappie. Oh, I don't. I was hoping after Chappie we wouldn't have to hear about them again. But yeah. I just didn't. His Joker, like, it's just awful. It, like when I read later, if you read the Hollywood Reporter article about how they made Suicide Squad. When I saw the movie, I was like, yeah, that, that article makes sense. That, like, the the people who were uh, cutting the trailer 
uh, cut the opening apparently, and that there are like all these different visions, and it's just ugh. But his his Joker was like someone who thinks they know what a '30s gangster movie is, <laughs> but hasn't seen one, and his dumb laugh and like oh god, he was I, I had, worst I, Joker ever. I had faith in Jared Leto's Joker. I don't know. This just doesn't seem like the one that would use the uh, permanent laughing gas and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think for me, like, I don't think he was bad. I just think I didn't see anything. He barely did anything. <laughs> Do you remember a line that he said in the movie that wasn't in the trailer? He was just there, like, to save Harley, and that's it. And then he just, like, sort of, all right, I don't know if I should say anything. But then, yeah, he was just there to save Harley, and then that's it. I don't even know why he was advertised as, like, a main character or something. Yeah, because yeah. Joker brings people to the seats. If they said, oh, man, the villain is Enchantress, no one would give a shit. Look, well, actually, yeah. I did give a shit because Enchantress was fine and dandy. Uh, yeah, but I mean, she wasn't. <laughs> general populist people, the average Joes. <laughs> Would have been like, I don't know who that is. I know, uh, and some of them might know who Harley Quinn is, but like, aside from that, this is a movie full of nobodies as yeah. far as modern media goes. I Joker like the and Harley Quinn are the only ones that like are going to bring people to the seats. And Will Smith. And yeah, Will Smith playing Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that the Fresh Prince became an assassin after college. And Will Smith and Diablo like made this movie for me. Like yeah, they carried the entire yeah. movie for me. <laughs> Which that final scene with Diablo was just like, what the fuck happened? But okay, I'll go well, that, with it. That was one of the many problems with that movie. Is the villain doesn't fit the gritty style of the Suicide Squad turned, to have like it, a Green Lantern villain. It turned into a Power Rangers movie. Yeah, it just, they weren't consistent. That's that's the movie's biggest problem. It it is like watching a bunch of different styles of movies fuck each other and you're trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> worst cinematic yeah. orgy ever. Like it just, like, yeah. The villains just felt so No, the worst so cinematic orgy ever is Food Fight. Oh. No, that's the best cinematic orgy. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the best orgy is the ones that are sloppy. and This was sloppy, but in editing-wise... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, the the biggest problem with Suicide Squad, I think that hurts it the most, is that like it has so much potential because Harley's great, or Harley. I'm oh, sorry, fuck. Harley Quinn's great. Um, Will Smith's great. Uh, Diablo was great. Like all the characters work really. I mean, there's even a guy named fucking Captain Boomerang. Um, but like, it's just not oh, on that good. guy that can climb anything <laughs> that? for two seconds. That? Yeah, that was, that was so funny. Like, who's he? He can climb anything. But if they had like a decent plot, it would be great. But you want you want it to be good because you actually like the main character, Sans Joker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they were hyping up Joker for the longest time. Like you thought he was going to be a major part of the film, and he was really there for ten minutes. And apparently, they cut out most of his stuff. I heard about that too. Like, like Jared Leto was like pissed off because they cut off so much Joker stuff. I don't know how much so much means, but uh, yeah, there was like a apparently like a lot of Joker footage just cut out from the movie i remember this joke post on tumblr it just said like what if suicide squad happens and there's all this hype for uh the joker and everything and the joker isn't even in the film not even jared leto knew that or the audience he he wasn't there and that sort of came true yeah (laughs) it was all a joke (laughs) to be honest it's such a shitty joker i'm kind of okay with it yeah it was when i was watching after i finished i was like oh I hope they didn't sign him to a multi-picture deal because I do not want to see him in another movie. Like, if that was it, I would be more fine with it. He had more screen time in the Rick Ross Skrillex video. 
<laughs> yeah, they made I mean, a fucking it, music video with Rick Ross and Skrillex, and it includes the Joker in there just standing around. But everyone else in that media. video, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, even like Killer Croc, I would love to see in another DC movie. Yeah. But I, I didn't feel that way about Harley, uh, about, sorry, the Joker. But they did do a good job of adding some sort of like connective cinematic universe tissue with the Batman scenes, at least. And even though it's not called, and, it's actually not called a cinematic universe. It's called the ex- extended universe. Apparently is the official term. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of cool. Like just seeing Batman there. I'm like, Oh shit. This is oh, happening. Oh shit. It's cool, but it's also damaging the uh, reality of the situation. Like the fact that Batman and Flash are both proven to be in this universe, and they don't fucking do anything about the Enchantress. Hey, they, they got their own things yeah, going on. That was a huge problem. I mean, well, you, see, this, you could say that about like every superhero world. You could say that about that was, every superhero story. You know, but but I think this one because it's the bad guys and they made it out like they like had to do it. I mean, did you see that video of that girl? Uh, doing that skit where oh. it's like pitching the Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh yeah. That was like that's that's kind of all everyone's feelings about it. I think you know yeah. it's like you're but you're friends with Batman. What? <laughs> Why don't you? I'll link to it below. <laughs> I mean, what they should have done is made it the mission be something that Batman couldn't like couldn't be accountable for. Yeah, I mean, because the whole point that's kind of what the Suicide Squad is. Yeah, like, it's, they're supposed to be doing yeah. missions that are illegal and underhanded, and um, saving the world isn't exactly underhanded at all. They gotta no. fucking do that. It's like, they well, picked it's the, the wrong it's, mission. It's the problem with, like, Maleficent had the same problem, where it's a movie about a villain, but it's basically a normal kind of blockbuster movie, and the person you understand as the villain is the good guy. And that's super boring. Like, why not come up with a different way to tell your story than, I don't know. And here, I don't even know why the Suicide Squad are on this mission. Like, they're not even utilized. Like, if those those enemies with, like, all those eyes could be headshotted easily, why not just, like, a regular team of military people? Yeah. Well, Like, why is Harley Quinn in this team? I didn't realize they were saving someone. I didn't realize they were going after the person. Like, I thought they originally, when they dropped them off, they were supposed to go tag a Tantris. And yeah. I just thought it was really weird that none of them knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, it, it, the thing is, the movie would have worked better if they at least had one mission before a big one where, like, we got to see them interact with each other going through, like, a heist or um, going, getting some kind of military plans from a different base, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just to see how the, the status quo of the team. And then you have this thing where the bad guy shows up, takes out the heroes, and now they have a last resort is to use this team they just created. I think that would have been a better narrative. I do hear people say the animated uh, Justice League, I mean, uh, Assault on Arkham movie, which which features the Suicide Squad, is a better film. So I guess look <laughs> into that. That's yeah. savage. But yeah, it felt like the movie was just very confusing because they just include characters. Like, what, what was the mission again? And also they just... Katana shows up for out of nowhere and it's like, was she a criminal or what's going on with oh, her? God, that's what I hated at the end when um she's like uh Harley's like wheeling down and there's like katana like right there, the soul stealing katana just happens to be right there and then Chantra's not doing anything about it and swipe, you lose. Yeah. Katana was only there just because hey, we need that sword. Yeah, I do the intro. She doesn't need an intro. She'll just be on the helicopter. I mean, I guess every DC movie from now on, like, I guess we're just going to have, like, some mishmash, broken-ass uh, theatrical film, and we had to buy the the actual movie when it's, like, the the ultimate edition on Blu-ray, the three-hour cut. 
Oh, apparently this is the only cut with this one. No, I, fuck. I just, I just have come to not expect to see a good uh, DC movie. movie from the. Yeah, it's like I expect to see unevenness. Like when I walked, when I was watching Suicide Squad, I enjoyed it more because I realized, like, oh, this is what DC is now. Okay, I'll just accept it because it's like how I expect good movies about character from Marvel. I expect shitty, uneven corporate uh fuck <laughs> corporate fuck. like corporate yeah corporate fuck i'll just end it at that that's just what i should expect from dc because like why they they've made three movies like come on and man of steel was the best oh dc one of my oh, favorite God, that's depressingly true oh my what, god one of my favorite reviewers actually in his review for suicide squad said he's gonna stop watching dc movies <sighs> or at least in this at least in this universe He's only going to watch them if someone pays for the ticket or once on DVD. And I'm like, wow. DC, more like DLC. Because you got to buy the full movie afterwards. Snap. You. Oh, I got <laughs> that. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they just over... I, like, they have a problem where they just overstuff these movies. And, like, it's obvious... Like, Hollywood's never going to... Not going to release a three-hour-long movie in theaters anytime soon. Like, they should know to make it's a film... Titanic. Okay, well, not everything is Titanic. <laughs> yeah. But, like, damn, like... Was Titanic three hours? I don't know. It was it's it like, was, it was long enough that it had to be on two VHS. Yeah, only 90s kids remember that. <laughs> damn, that was a good movie. All right. Oh, yeah. But, damn, Katana looked cool. Like, I mean, I, I almost had, like, okay, at the mall, there's this other store called Box Lunch or something where it's, like, a special version of Hot Topic, like where they give their money to charity, and also their store actually has lights and move uh, space to move around in, and the like hardwood floor it looks a lot nicer. And they have like the katana jacket. It's like, ooh, I want this, even though that character didn't do shit, huh? Do I want this now? I don't know. It's like, what do I do? It just looks cool. Fuck everything. <laughs> it's like cool things you wish were in a better film but they're not cool things you wish you would have more pride in wearing yeah oh but um oh three hours and 15 minutes that's how long titanic Jesus. was that yeah. went by quick but uh is that all for for suicide squad i think so i hope so okay so this is, this is the end of the podcast be sure to stick around for the, the after Emily song so we can hear the disturbing cut uh, version where we make a bunch of suicide jokes in regards to Suicide Squad. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? That, it's going to be the extended Zack Snyder cut of Pizza Party. Yay. We'll see you there. I'm, see you I'm, there. I was Jim. See ya. No one. Rest in pizzas. I'm blaming on George. See you. Bye. And I'm Pan- Next video is going to be Coconut Fred. Goodbye. I mean, no. Next video is going to be... Uh, the Shrek Xbox game. Goodbye, every pony. Play us out, Emily and Stephanie. Okay. Holy fucking shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, you alright, man? All around me are familiar faces Worn out places Worn out faces Bright and early for their daily races Going nowhere Going nowhere 
Their tears are filling up their glasses. No expression. No, no expression. expression. Hide my head, I want to drown my sorrows. No tomorrow. No tomorrow. And I find it kind of funny And I find it kind of sad The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had I find it hard to tell you I find it hard to take When people run in circles It's a very, very child should sit and listen sit and listen went to school and I was very nervous no one knew me no one knew me hello teacher tell me what's my lesson look right through me look Look right right through through me. me and I I find it kind of sad. The The dreams in which which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you. I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a very, very mad world. Enlarge your world. Mad world. I'm very disappointed the taglines didn't say Suicide Squad. Commit this September. Jesus, man. No, it could be like if you commit, it'll blow you away. (laughs) Or like they have like like suicide hotline, like you call up and like, yeah, thanks for calling us today. Be sure to watch Suicide Squad this August. (laughs) You know, I forgot where I saw this, but it was like it was I don't know, but it was like the real Suicide Squad, and it showed pictures like Kurt Cobain, oh. like all these other, all these other celebrities. Oh. Like, no, I, I, I want to write like, no, no. I want to make a documentary about Jonestown and call it the original Suicide Squad. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Jonestown, Jonestown, Christine Chubbuck, Kurt Cobain, the ultimate MCU crossover movie. Oh God, damn, this is the worst podcast. This is this is the darkest one. <laughs> darkest sketch. Darkest sketch. I came here for laughs, not for feels. Maybe they should include like you know, like promotion, like include like a Tic Tacs or something of just pills for Suicide Squad and just tells you how many can chuck down. This summer overdose on Suicide Squad. They should be uh, sponsored. Oh, they should be. Uh, they should be sponsored by Clorox. <laughs> oh, no, it could be. Like, it could be like. It could be like this summer. Cut it out. 
<laughs> Hang with the oh, squad. Shit. <laughs> oh, fuck! Give me this su- this summer. Shoot yourself on your parents' lawn. Then see so This this summer, life becomes worth living. There's nothing left to news. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. That was funny. Oh god. Hey, the, the building's not that high. This summer. <laughs> Would you Jim, jump don't... off a bridge with these guys? Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know, yeah, and everybody's like jumping off the bridge like high school musical style. The, it's all the... in this together. Yeah, no. it's, it's, we it are could be like in town. We're all stars and we sing. It's the <laughs> it's the railway train hit of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like trying to think of any way you could kill yourself. <laughs> this summer, drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> this summer, put your head in the oven. <laughs> get, get your head out of the oven and go watch Suicide Squad. I like I like that the end of this podcast is us coming up with every way you can kill yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. This, oh this summer, steal yourself in your apartment and let, turn the gas on. <laughs> This summer, put that bleach down and watch Suicide Squad. This, this started as puds that I'm just describing. <laughs> the sleeper head of the summer. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck this! He's actually dying. Pizza party are you, are, podcast. Are you sick? Are you sick of summer movies asphyxiating your good times? Some see Suicide. <laughs> that was forced, and you know. <laughs> Well, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> Sorry, I've been fu- they've been pretty forced after oh for a while. <laughs> Brought to you by Clorox. <laughs> Jump into the highway. That's okay. <laughs> Breathtaking Suicide Squad. Oh, that was good. I like that one. The cat's out of the bag and the bag is on my head. Turn <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, blue from excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a, I thought that was a tagline for a movie. <laughs> Nothing. No. <gasps> I'm, 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 I can't laugh anymore. I love this movie now. Yeah, if this movie, why didn't they do this? Wow, they really blew. It's like they really blew it or something. <laughs> I blew it. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't a pun, but I realized it's not. Yeah, right. you took. You almost took your word no, back. I, I think just went with it. Like mid sentence, you're like. And Blue. I can hear it in your head, like, oh, I have something here. <gasps> okay. Okay, I apologize to every single person I offended with that. <sighs> no, you, you fucking liar. I mean, granted, if you know someone who committed suicide, we most likely said the way they did it, so we apologize. Oh, uh, well, no, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately, like, upset that we did that. <laughs> Should but we just I, have I, it I, the after part of the show? Like, just leave it at the end? Just, like, <laughs> like after, after Emily sings? Yes. It's a party after dark. N- no one but makes Emily it after has em- to sing a song about suicide. Oh. It's a party after dark. Oh, she, she, could, she could sing The Crawling in My... Hasn't she sung yeah. that one? Oh, what about uh, I'm Only Happy When It Rains? Oh, oh there, we go. there we go. Mad World. God, this is... <laughs> All no 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 uh darkness my old friend so is this the end of the podcast um pan pizza I don't, possibly the end of our lives as we know it. <laughs>
god. I was also gonna mention there's a video on YouTube of a guy drinking bleach, and I love it. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, great. Wait, wait, wait. Ended on a high note. Suicide Squad. Wait, what? <gasps> oh, I get it. Oh. That was the only one we didn't do. I think. Leave in the comments what you th- what are. What you th- <laughs> <laughs> Leave in the comments your favorite preferred suicide method. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm drink some Kool Aid with the suicide squad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Congratulations! This is the darkest sketch in television history. Darkest sketch. Darkest sketch. Darkest sketch. Darkest sketch.